Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey, welcome back to CORE. It's CORE for Thursday, February 24th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger joining me today. Big week for video games, everybody. So I hope you're prepared to talk about the big releases of the last week and a half. Because that's all anybody wants to talk about. My Twitter feed is uh, three things. It's uh, Forbidden West, it's Elden Ring, and some really serious world stuff that I don't want to talk about today. Because we're going to talk about video games today. And uh, that's going to be great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we dive in. Ah, chat room, a little less Lost Ark this week. I feel like that kind of died down chatter-wise. I don't mean the game, but, you know, people talking yeah, about I, it. I'll be uh, talking about it a lot. That's all I played. But, oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably all you did. So we'll have plenty to say about that. Also, I guess the, war, the new Warhammer did come out, but I would say it's more of a specialty gamer release like i'm not, not that you know there's nothing non-mainstream about the warhammer uh total war series people love that series but it's not like universal everyone's got to get it kind of game it's a reminder uh, uh now for the third time how much i want to play that series yeah. and what a barrier to entry oh, i gotta learn how to play this yeah. is for me because every time i see it i'm like oh it looks so cool and i think i would really like it and look at all the stuff yeah. Oh, I want to play this game so bad. And then it's like, yeah, but you don't just load it and play it. No, you have to learn how to play. It. There's no and like I early skirmish how to play it. Yeah. You don't just get in and like, oh, I'm done. I'm not, I now know the ins and outs of this game. I played two and liked it, but it took a lot of time just to sort of learn it. 
If we, I, you know, and it not not that it's ridiculously complicated. It's a lot like Total War games are, but um, there it has its differences. It's a very cool series. It's something I feel like I should get into and play more. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to. See. I mean, that's the thing I have to admit. That's my that's my grand confession. This episode is I've never played a Total War game. Oh, I've played a few of them, but I've never really played them because I've never taken the time to learn them. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I always I've, want to and never do. Yeah, I've played a little bit of them and then, but bailed real quick. So I was like, "There's, yeah, I think it was like which one? Total War no, Shogun too. Oh, Shogun, Total, yeah. Total, yeah. Total War Shogun was is also like a well-reviewed series. So yeah, I, think pe- I picked it up. People love that one. I think I played it for like twenty minutes, and it was like it was definitely that learn like, oh wait, I got it's pause, and I got to learn things, and maybe later, and then never went back to. Did it. Did you feel like it? Um, just too many systems, kind of thing, like. Just, uh, um, well, I, so I'm used to turn based or I'm used to like some sort of thing. It's very real time. Yeah. Very. And it just didn't appeal to me at that moment. Um, but I never really gave it a fair chance, but that's, that's always been my take on total war games like that. It's just, it's very, it's very real time and it just didn't, it wasn't satisfying. Yeah. I wish it was a turn based, a turn based version of that would be a little more my speed as well. And not just because it's slowed down. I just like the tactical feel of a turn-based game more. We've talked about this a lot. I hated it when I was younger and I love it now. Um, when I was younger, it was all about real time. What do you mean? You slow pokes. Uh, everything's about real time now. RTSs, baby. And we've swung way back the other way now, both as an industry, but me personally, I am way more interested in a turn-based game. And so if yeah, this was I- a big grand turn-based strategy game and it was, it would probably be the, one of the first things I get this week instead of the third or fourth thing. Yeah, I think at that scale, right? I think I can do real time small battles like Dragon Age, you know, four and four or something like that. Sure, it's the, sure. It's the thousands on thousands. I'm like, uh, maybe another time. Yeah, or you could be like John and play. Uh, was that thing called you like John back in the day? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Where you just Spider Man? One guy goes Power out. Rangers? No, guy goes out swinging Mario. a stick and kills a ton of dudes, and it's called. This is a famous series, and people make fun of it, but everyone loves oh, it. Oh, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. So that'd be okay. A little Dynasty Warriors action. What if, what if Total War 3 turned out to be a Dynasty Wars game and just pissed off the entire player base? Oh my gosh. The world would just be on fire. Yeah. Total War would be people's reaction to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Bo said it best. It's that game that I always go, I'll take the time to learn later and then never do. Yeah. Because that's how I have felt about every Total War game. Like, I think the most gameplay I got out of it was... I found out that if you uh, checked the files for uh, like, I think it was like the second one, you could see all the ninja kill uh, animations. Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh, those are really cool. Cause it was always like, you know, someone's sleeping, a little string comes in and goes in their mouth and then you just see poison go blip, blip, yeah. blip, 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 down the rope. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, these animations are cool. I should learn how to play this game. Yeah. And then I just never did. Yeah. Yeah. That was, fr- uh, that reminds me of gross point blank. Cause at one point, uh, <laughs> the main character put does tries to kill someone that way and then they turn their face at the last second and get a little drop of poison on their cheek. Do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah. That's what happened if you failed the ninja assassination <laughs> too. Like it, they turn their head, get a little wake up and then murder you. So that's how yeah. that works. Uh well anyway, we're not playing that game, but you know, I know some of you are. We hope you're enjoying it. We're going to talk about some stuff at the top of the show before we get into what's big this week. Uh if you liked it, I have to tell you sorry, the Bethesda launcher is leaving. That's it. We're having a funeral. It's out of here. Six feet under, no more Bethesda launcher. Many of you probably forgot it even happened. 
Uh, but there was a while there where you could only get Bethesda PC games via the Bethesda launcher, and they moved a bunch of stuff off of services like Steam and other places in terms of like buying it new. Like if you were gonna, if you'd never played Skyrim and you wanted to buy it, there was a chunk of time there where you had to do the Bethesda launcher because everybody was doing launchers and they all wanted it, and that thing sucked. It was always bad, buggy, and bad. So does this affect you as an ESO player? No, not at all. In fact, ESO is still its own. It's like Final Fantasy or anything else. It just has its own launcher. So it uh, just goes. You, run, you don't run enough Steam, or uh, I do. I have the Steam version, but it, but l- like the Steam version of Final Fantasy and other MMOs, it just launches yeah. the launcher. But you can also go to their site and get it, and it's just the ESO launcher. So yep. they never jammed it in there, which I th- oh I see. So think- this okay, so their launch, Bethesda launcher actually didn't have ESO. That's yeah, or it didn't require it. I shouldn't say it didn't have it. It may it may oh, have, okay. but it never required you to to do that. I think the for that game the genie was out of the bottle. Everybody was used to doing what they were doing, and they didn't want to they didn't want to mm-hmm. dick with it. Which I don't blame them. So that here's the part of it that is interesting to me, though. So uh, the article that you linked, which was from Eurogamer, said. Beginning in April, you'll be able to migrate your library of games and outstanding wallet funds to Steam instead. Um, And then just also noted that many games will have their saves migrated, though not all, and some may require manual transfers. But the reason that's interesting to me is this obviously comes on the back of Microsoft acquiring them. It would be really easy to see a world where they go, we're shutting down that launcher here's our game in the Xbox app or in the Microsoft store or within their ecosystem. Mm -hmm. The decision to then transfer all of that to steam is very compelling to me. I agree. Also, I think it answers a question we keep asking on here. How much of this was Microsoft going to take and put on their own stuff? Will we see things like a launch of Diablo four on the game pass PC launcher? I'm not so sure anymore. I mean, maybe we will in addition to, but I think this is them saying, as as they have with previous releases, they're like, yeah, get Halo there, get you know, Forza Five on Steam, get whatever you need over there. Well, we don't care. We're gonna put it where people are, and I think that's all they're saying here is that we're gonna put it back where people are because it was there at one point, and all this Bethesda stuff probably belongs there. So it doesn't. First of all, it doesn't surprise me, but uh, it does make me feel. Like this is less of a let's move it all over into our little corner here where you can only get it through our interfaces. That was the worry everybody had. And I just don't think that's happening. Yeah, well, it's just it kind of backs up what they've been saying, which is the thing that everybody's like, are they real? Do they really feel this way about everything? And, you know, moves like this kind of show again. Yeah. A, a lack of caring as long as you're playing the games that they're, you know giving to you yeah. one way or another. Yeah, one way or the other. Now, you still, I mean, obviously, if you go to Steam to buy Halo Infinite, you're paying for it, um, at least for now, because it's Halo Infinite, or sorry, Steam doesn't have a Game Pass tie-in or anything. So if that's your preferred way to play, these are going to be games you buy at their retail price or on sale or whatever, and you're going to play it the Steam way. And I think Microsoft's thinking is people are going to do, we're going to want to do that. So let them do that. There's your money over there. And then for people who want to do it all through Game Pass, fine. Here it is here. And and because they already are, all those games are on, on the Game Pass launcher. Um, And then for those on console, same thing. Like, get it where you want to get it, play where you want to play it. Like, they don't they don't care. And if you want to play pay once and not do a monthly, fine. Here's your game. Have it. I, I, I like it. 
I, I do too, yeah. especially as somebody who recently got very burned by because now I've tried it. I hadn't the last time we spoke about this, but like uh, Torek says, as much as I didn't like the Bethesda launcher, it was better than the Xbox app slash Microsoft store. Uh, I don't know about that because I didn't really use the Bethesda. Dis- uh, hard disagree, much. but go ahead. Yeah, but um, the, I think the thing is, is we're used to because I just experienced this with Comixology where they get owned by Amazon and Amazon goes, we're going to give you a new storefront, our storefront, and they turn it into garbage. Uh, I didn't think it could be as bad as it was being made out to be until I went to buy comics this week and went, oh, no, it's really awful. Yeah, it's worse. So I think that's what we're we're used to. We're used to companies really not caring if the user experience remains good, just whatever's easier for them. And this could be ultimately easier. I don't know. But definitely sending it in the direction of steam is putting people on the most popular storefront instead of keeping it in house and trying to push theirs, which, you know, debatably is a step down. Yeah. And for people that love steam as their main go-to, they're already happy just to hear this news, but you know, look at past stuff like I guess destiny two, when it migrated back to steam, that was a big deal, which leads, leads us by the way, to this question. Does Battle.net take a dump? Is that the next launcher to get schmeared if this deal goes through? I mean, that's going to be a ways off, so it's hard to say. You know, we don't have an immediate move here. But also, this is a year after the Bethesda acquisition that this move's being made. So the timeline... Definitely not, yeah, definitely not right away. Yeah, yeah, probably not, right? I mean, I feel like maybe not at all because there's a certain... Oh, <laughs> Blizzard... They occupy a different kind of rarefied space. And so whether that's been tarnished for people lately or not, the point is like they're the ones that could always get away with this. In fact, everybody else was just trying to copy in when so, it came to launchers. Bethesda was trying yes. to do this. They weren't trying to match Steam. They were trying to match Battle.net. Battle.net was the example. And I'm not sure that there's any reason to shut that down. There may be I, I reason. Think the, yeah. I think the way to look at this is we have a perception about Battle.net being a Blizzard launcher, but it is an Activision Blizzard launcher. Yeah. So for sh- if you think, forget the Blizzard games, think of the Call of Duty franchise. Yeah. For sure, that's going on Game Pass. For sure, that's on the Xbox app. Yeah. Um, so for sure, they're gonna we're going to want it there, or Microsoft's going to want it there. Yeah. Um, so, so the one thought that's always prevailing in my mind about this Microsoft acquisition is does... Since Microsoft owns them all, what's the point of Activision Blizzard King? Do mm. they break them up, first of all? Blizzard, now you're Blizzard. Mm. Activision, let's go make Call of Duty. Like they, they split, they they take that spaghetti, that mozzarella cheese, and split them into two chunks of mozzarella. Mm. I think if they do that, they keep the Battle.net launcher, because then that's like a boutique franchise, and it exists separately for that reason. Right. Um, but pers- I think they'll, I guess that's not contingent one and the other, but I can see if they did separate them, it's more likely they keep a launcher. Um, however, there's a rationale to be like, why do we have two launchers? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, why? let's get rid of, like, actually what they probably would do is they get rid of the Xbox app and Battle.net becomes the entire Xbox. Like, Microsoft owns Battle.net, so Microsoft is Battle.net. So then everything ends up on Battle.net. And yeah. they're like, yeah, Xbox... PC app is junk. It's Battle.net now. Mm-hmm. And the Battle.net team all of a sudden is handling all all of Xbox like as its own team. Yeah. So 
that, that Battle.net is like a really huge uh, IP real estate for internet stuff. Like everyone knows Battle.net. Everyone says Battle.net. Even Blizzard couldn't get rid of kill Battle.net. Um, yeah, they tried. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Didn't like work. so. Battle.net will probably be the de facto uh, Microsoft gaming platform, and yeah. then. I think long term they compete with Steam. I think it's not Epic; it's it's Microsoft that goes after Steam market share yeah. in the long term. They could um, maybe, but in the short term, they need a good yeah. Xbox. The, the PC Xbox sucks. It's it's not the best. It's not the it best. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. It launches my games, which is all I needed to do. I'm not that. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, again, I always compare it to Steam, and like, yes, we don't use a lot of the features in Steam, but it's overall favored like right we're, we're talking about not marketing to us specifically but marketing overall yeah. reputationally yeah I agree and the reputation is what microsoft and steam are, are not neck and neck oh 100 yeah without but a question and i and i even i who i have no problem with the launcher as it stands i also would admit that it's not you know it feels way less fleshed out and they haven't had the time to either so that you know steam has the benefit of everyone hating it for five years and then loving it and then loving it for a decade um i mean th- think about it like you know how epic's having a heart like it's gotta like really has really tr- made a solid campaign to bring users in, into its environment mm-hmm. um and it's i mean they've been successful but they still don't have that mind share no but all it takes is a few wins in the blizzard column yeah. Everyone, Diablo Four just some blows everyone's genitals away with how good it is. Like, just, you know, just kaboom! Everyone has to have Battle.net installed, just like how everyone had to have Steam installed to play Half Life. Then all of a sudden, they have a few wins, a good expansion, a new MMO announcement, this new survival game. Like, get rid of the harassment stuff, bury that shit, solve it, move better going forward. Then have big release. They haven't had releases or announcements in a while. We know things are percolating there. Have big release. Everyone installs Battle.net. Then Microsoft goes, look at that install base. Let's sell them Flight Simulator. You know, like that. that's what's going to happen, I'm fairly certain. And I think it could actually be very successful. Time will tell. But yeah. uh, that's that's my uh that's Yeah, my I can, can kind of see it going. Like, this is genuinely, I think, a harder question than most people make it out to be. Because uh, obviously... You know, like Bo said, why have two launchers is like kind of the obvious front position for that. But the Battle.net launcher is so ingrained into some of the games like World of Warcraft actually integrates with Battle.net in a pretty big way where to say like, hey, guys, we're getting rid of this launcher. You're putting a lot of work. I mean, some work to some degree on the dev team for World of Warcraft to get that to work, because I believe their integrated voice chat uses similar features or there's similar DNA um, between their in-game stuff and out-of-game stuff. But I also think that logically, if if I was Microsoft and I looked at the Battle.net launcher, it works really well. And I, it could be that, you know, I never would have given the Bethesda launcher, the Ubisoft launcher, any of these other launchers much time a day, but I did with uh, Battle.net. But like we were using voice chat over Battle.net for games that weren't Battle.net because we liked it so much. It worked so well. And I can very easily see someone at Microsoft looking at it and going, well, wait a minute. This has game launch, game patching, voice chat, friends list. It has everything already built and designed. Let's disassociate it from being a Blizzard thing and take this product as itself and repackage it as a Xbox thing and 
that becomes the portal for our our games going Xbox forward. Xbox Battle.net. Or yeah, just, or just and call I can, it Battle.net. I can see that for sure. I think like, I think they even do one sense. less than that. I think they just straight up call it Battle.net, and it's their PC hub for all things that they that do on the, PC. That would be the best way. Yeah, yeah. just Battle.net. Yeah, if they but try to put too many names on it. They'll lift that up, but. But yeah. I mean, it probably would be the Xbox Battle.net, but everyone would just call it Battle.net, and they probably hopefully lead into that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. idea is that, you know, they want to tie in. They want I mean, people's, this, you know, mind share to include Microsoft in the conversation. But. This is the company that called their console Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X. Like, you know. Yeah, they're bad at this part. It's not the ca- it's not the catchiest name. I mean, yeah. 360 was good. Xbox One, I don't think so. But an Xbox Series S and X. Their console's good, so it's making up for the unexciting name. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation's worse, though. They only number them. But Nintendo always has a sweet name for their consoles, right? So. That's true, usually. Uh, they have a sweet code name, and then they tell you what the real name is. And you know, oh. <laughs> I'm going to give them credit, though, if I think the Switch is a better name than the code name they were giving it. And I don't what even remember what that was now. Um, let me find out real quick. It was Because I remember the what, Dolphin. What I remember the... <laughs> what were they? Chat said them the other day. The Nintendo um, lawsuit. Coming soon. Ultra Nintendo 64 lawsuit. was good. Um, all right, here it is. Dolphin was Cube. Uh, Revolution was the Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, the Switch code name. Okay, so so far I like Ultra 64 better than Nintendo 64. I like the Dolphin better than the GameCube. I like uh, GameCube's well, pretty good. Cube's, I like the GameCube's Revolution. Good. It's pretty good, but it's good. It's, GameCube's good. You got to give GameCube credit. It's not a bad name. I just you know I was calling it the Dolphin for a long time, and I got attached to it. Oh, I like. It's Dolphin. not to say Dolphin isn't good. It's just I think in that competition, I'm like both are great. You yeah, know, yeah. That's, that's that true. that that's a wash there. It's a, a gaming console that's a cube. Movie. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, that's that's fun. Cubes are great. The Virtual Boy was called the View <laughs> for a while. Do you know that the it was, Virtual it was Boy called what? The View, yeah, View U E, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe not it, that one. It's like Red and Black, uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and who else is on there? Um, I forget who's on there. Who's on Whoever's there? on the View? I only know Whoopi Goldberg. Is on Dang there. it! I can't find the. I don't want. I don't want. I uh, can't find the Switch one. Okay, flip over your switch. You'll find uh, well, there's a code HAC zero zero one. All right, I don't care about that. I'm looking for code names here. They're saying, they're saying NX in the in the. Was it? Oh, NX? that's right. The the NX. That was what it was called. Oh, uh, that's right. Switch is better. Switch is NX. Come on. Yeah, and then it's a TL. The only Sony PF. If it was just going to be the Nintendo NX, I'll give it that. But if you gave it a number and it sounded like a like a Star Trek Starship uh, title, like I would be more on board with it. Yeah. Like it has to be the NX something. Mm. The the yeah, NX, oh, NX fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like, oh, okay, yeah, but then yeah. it sounds like a it sounds like an AMD chip. You, you wanna, yeah. Yeah, you want to yeah. call it something that mom and dad or moms and dads are also going to get excited the Nintendo about. Defiant. Yeah, just give them Star Trek <laughs> ship names. There you go. Nintendo Enterprise. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? It's their new email solution for large companies, Nintendo Enterprise. Uh, I Deep love Space it. Space Nintendo. Yeah, I'm in. It sounds good. I, I don't know. Like, you know, Nintendo's weird, but in, in the end, I feel like the Switch got the got the biggest. Switch is a good name. 
Yeah, it's a good name. It's better marketing. And, Their logo's good. The little click sound yeah, it makes when it clicks and together. And it switches. Like it, it also captures the, okay. the, the primary function of the thing, which was TV and handheld. All right, yeah. you sold me, but I, I will just say Switch that good. at best it counters the Wii U. Like it's good <laughs> is immediately washed level by the Wii U as a name. I don't like the word console. Wii, but you can't say it isn't memorable. Yeah, uh, Wii U, it. I would say, is poopier. They should have come up with <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. But Wii overall. Is, was fine as no shade at the Wii. I'm targeting the Wii U specifically. Yeah, <laughs> Unsonitizer says Nintendo of nine. <laughs> Nintendo of nine. That's good. Uh, yeah, I love it. Some Torek says the Steam Deck feels like it needs a new name. No, I think Steam Deck is fine. Uh, Steam Deck is good. Steam we don't have yeah. it yet. I, it's only good because we've put it in our heads now that people are saying dick every time they say Steam, deck. Steam Deck. Yeah, like the name of the console is Deck, like a Nintendo Switch Steam Deck. Like that's it. It's a, it's a solid name. It is. If you say it, if you say it faster, you live in you live in New Zealand. It sounds like you're saying Dick, and that's the only problem. Dick. Yeah, Steam Steam Dick. Yeah, give me back my Steam Dick. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's exactly right. So who knows where it'll all end up? Although, where did we start with this story? Oh yeah, bye Bethesda launcher. You suck. Um, <laughs> got through a news story. Easy peasy. We're yeah, going to be out of here by nine o'clock tonight. Yep. And if Microsoft doesn't buy uh, Valve, which is probably not going to happen because Gabe has publicly said he won't sell to Microsoft, but um, then they're going to be a competitor. I think I, they're going to work I together we'll on some stuff. Like 10 years. I think they, I think we may see them partner a bit. I, I know that oh, sounds yeah, yeah. insane. They're going to be partners in that way that they also become competitors. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, like, imagine you know. if if they integrate some kind of Game Pass into Steam. Like, if you hey in Steam, if you pay an extra ten bucks a month, that gets you all these Microsoft titles, like Game Pass or not Game Pass. Sorry, uh, EA does this with EA Play on Steam. Um, they have an integrated way to pay up and do that as a subscription. I think they could. I could see that happening. If anything, that gives Steam more power because now they've got like multiple, you know, game s- subscriptions going on through their thing. They get a cut of everything. Like, I don't know that maybe Microsoft yeah, wouldn't I, want that. Maybe that conversation took place and they couldn't come to terms, too. Could be like I mean, some of what we're seeing is a contingency plan and not plan A. You know? Yeah, I think that a specific analogy that will not work for the audience I'm speaking to is Microsoft is Goku. And Steam is Vegeta. Okay. And sometimes they fight each other. Yeah. But sometimes they work together. And when they work together, it's always better. And yeah. sometimes they fuse, and that lets them fight stronger enemies. Do they ever scream real loud and go up in the air kind of high and then chaotically explode down to the ground where they fight and all that? Is that a thing they yeah, both they're do? Yeah, no, they're known for it. Okay. All right, that sounds right to yeah. me. No, I think you, that's a good call. I think anything that Gabe Newell does, he should have decide over a match of really bad Half-Life 1 multiplayer. Uh, that was a very bad deathmatch kind of experience. That's what he said to Phil Spencer, and beat me in Half-Life 1 multiplayer, uh, <laughs> and I'll sell you my company. Why does he sound like that? <laughs> I don't know. What, what does he say? Does he sound like this? Well, I'm uh, he sounds I'm just Gabe like Newell. a normal guy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm Gabe, Gabe Newell. Newell's beat me in Half-Life just... 1 if you wish to buy my company. Yeah. You know, I've heard him talk in my headset. My yeah, I've played, the, I've played through... Oh, man, this is such a nerdy thing. I played through Half-Life 2 with the commentary on, and mm. you hear a lot of Gabe Newell talking. Mm-hmm. And like every single commentary is like, 
well, here's how uh, hyperdynamic range works. And this is da 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 da. He goes on a big technical spiel and he's like, if you have thoughts on hyperdynamic range, email me at gabeN at valve.com. Like he gives his email address out like 18 oh. times in the comment. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, I never thought of emailing. I, I have all these questions about it and they never emailed. Maybe he'd respond. Mine's all about hair care, but I, I, I'm not probably going to get an answer on it. <laughs> um, here's uh, Here he is talking. Let's hear his voice. Right, what's the perception? Uh, you know, what are gamers saying? You know, what are their reactions? What are our partners saying? Are they- He's a nerd like the rest of us. It's great. Yeah, he just sounds like great. a dude. He's got a great voice. Yeah, he really does. Uh, I was going to say, did you, were you guys, oh no, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have been, 2013 was before we were doing any of this, but in 2013's BlizzCon, the year after they took one off, um, we were walking around the floor and we saw Gabe Newell playing. Uh, he was there. And he was by himself and nobody was doing anything. And he was over there playing um, the Heroes of the Storm beta or whatever it was that year where they kind of started showing it off. Oh, when it was just a StarCraft 2 mod. Yeah. They were doing like the mod marketplace. That's what it was. was part of it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember watching him do that. And I'm like, that's freaking Gabe Newell. And whoever was with me was like, I think you're right. And we were sure that was Gabe Newell. And then later it was confirmed because some website, GameSpot or somebody said Gabe Newell spotted playing Blizzard's new, whatever the hell it is. And and I think it was that year where they hadn't switched to Heroes being a real full game. They were oh. still. Gonna, yeah, I think it was probably still called Blizzard Dota at the time. Yeah, Blizzard Dota. That's right. And, you know, he was in the he was right about to launch Dota 2, I think 2014, 5th, 13. Shit. Yeah, maybe that was before that. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was a big stinker, that whole thing. But he was there hanging out. I guess he was like hung out with Rob Pardo a little bit. Like all the big wigs were bumping whatever but when he was out there he just looked like a gamer with a beard just cranking on this game and he was a big fella big feller wide berth i just want to imagine that when he comes in to demo your game he just goes and then he pulls out a knife and sticks it in the table and then he replaces that with a mouse and then he starts (laughs) playing your game i love that idea and he doesn't even change expression he's not even like you know it's his world we're just living in it yeah he just comes in takes out the knife that's in his right hand, stabs it in the table and goes, yep. all right, what's this one about? Let's- to me, I think he's a, he's the leading reason why that company never went public. I think he's just like, I don't want to do that. We're going to stay private. Yeah, I, I was reading that because I looked up that Microsoft bit when I was theorizing, oh, wait, maybe Microsoft would buy Valve. And it's yeah. like, he's very publicly said he, he's, he's a 50% owner and he's opposed to selling. Yeah, he won't do it. Point blank. Yeah. So, yeah. But everyone retires. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I don't know if he still maintains control in his retirement because it's his company. He can own it till his deathbed if he cho- so chooses. But and he could easily and hand that ownership straight down on, to his kids yeah, yep. to someone else who's yep. not going to do it. But yep. yeah, so I don't know. Imagine being one of the Newell kids. You know, Dad, can I have Steam when you die? <laughs> <laughs> you mean probably going to be a lifetime movie about that? The fight that ensued after you know. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Like, like the Gucci's or whatever that thing that was. Out I want to be the new gay Ben. Like, no, you we can't will... be the new gay Ben. I'm going to be the Gabriella N. <laughs> <laughs> we will settle this in a rousing game of Dota Two. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I just think it'd be so funny rousing. if the kid said, "Dad, can I have Steam when you die?" And he says, "Well, you can have my login." No, no, no. I mean a Steam, not your login. <laughs> The entire thing, he would say. Succession season four coming soon. Oh, man. I'd watch all it. right. That show's good. Uh, all right. One quick side note. I found this while we were digging around here. The Overwatch 2 beta uh, may arrive on Battle.net very soon, says Forbes magazine about a week ago. 
I was under the impression people had been playing the Overwatch 2 beta since, I mean, for several years now. Since they released Overwatch 1. and Yeah, I wish know. I knew the date off the top of my head. The joke would have been better. 2016 is your day, is your year. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me yeah. rewind. I was under the impression people had been playing the beta of Overwatch 2 since 2016. <laughs> There's just no, I don't know the date date. Oh! Though. Well done. Beta burn. Yeah, beta burn. Got him. Yep. Took took two tries, but got him. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. I used to love making that sound. When we'd win in Heroes, we'd go... John would do it mostly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see if that happens or not. Square Enix says Guardians of the Galaxy's sales were disappointing. Now, my guess... I need to talk to somebody at Square Enix. Yeah. Because they say this about every game they publish. Yep. Yep. Even when it does really well, they come out and they go, well, it just wasn't. They sold either. like 300 or sorry. They sold 3 million copies of that last um, uh, Tomb Raider game yeah. and then spent weeks going, we're really disappointed with it. I'm like, what is the number now? <laughs> Remember when it used to be if you had a million sales of anything, you were good. You were set. Yeah. And you could make sequels forever, especially in games. Did that change? Is it bigger I now? Yes. Um, and here's the thing that Tomb Raider game, I believe I this is based on what I remember. I could be wrong, but I think it was like the best selling Tomb Raider has ever been in the history of the franchise. Yes. That and is they correct. were like, we're just so disappointed in the sense yeah. of it. And it's it an amazing game. It performed any other game in the history of this franchise. But my God. Yeah. So reporting in November. Yeah. Reporting in November. Bloomberg says, I think this is even a Jason Schreier article yeah it is uh i think it hang on a lot so many is asking me to buy i just want to see no. uh, google yeah yeah uh, the modern website interface is what you're doing oh, okay with shadow of the tomb raider uh sold about four million copies yeah it's a lot I'm, I'm trying to look up how much the guardian sell that information but like i'm sure they sold a million copies well according to this victoria kennedy article uh they said it had not been or it didn't perform as well as they'd hoped but again i feel like it's the same story every time and the newly released outlines from square enix quarter three financial briefing uh, they said the HD games, HD games sub segment launched Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy in quarter three. Despite strong reviews, the game sales on launch undershot our initial expectations. So I think that what they're this is more this is more investor speak where they're like that quarter, which included the launch window, was lower than we thought. But I'll bet that game's got a bigger tail on it. I think it sold well yeah. through the holiday. Okay, hang on. Bloomberg is saying it sold four million copies. Yeah, that game, Guardians. Yeah. See, when is that not a good number? That's. A I gr- mean, they gotta they gotta deal with whoever at, at Square Enix is doing projections on sales because that that person is the hypest person in the universe. They're just like, oh my gosh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel. How many people saw Marvel movies? Yeah. Billions. Yeah. It's gonna sell billions of copies. Like they just got somebody there who's really. A little too highly caffeinated. It's probably the same guy who's lined it back a little. It's probably the same dude pushing NFTs over there because their NFT announcements were the worst, like the worst. Like what are they? They're so out of touch with all that stuff. And um, I mean, I don't know. They're 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 having a great time over there in their Final Fantasy building. (laughs) I don't know how they're arranged, but whatever. They're having a good time. (laughs) So I guess just hey, four million is not enough for you. I don't know what to even tell you. It's a really that's really good. And you sold a bunch of those bad games you made. You made that Marvel uh, Avengers, whatever the hell it's called. 
The Avengers Marvel game. Avengers. Yeah. Was that <laughs> all it was? He didn't need to complicate it anymore. It's Marvel Avengers. Oh, you know what I played this week? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Actually, I'm going to take back the four million. I don't know that it's four million. It's there's all these articles that when they talk about this, they cite Tomb Raider and that sold four million copies. Oh. And but Google, you know, Google sometimes when you ask it a question, it decides, well, you don't need to see a web page. Let's just answer it for you. And then it gives you an answer. So it said it sold 4 million copies and it gives you a citation and you go to the citation and you find that Google's robot has misquoted yeah. the article it's citing. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Stop doing it, Google. You're not good at this. They're like, not good uh, at it. They're bad <laughs> they at it. They haven't done it very well. It's almost like they just like, want to get you with a headline and then keep you there because they're advertising to you. It's weird, but I think that's what maybe they're doing. But like if I just Google it, Googled it and quickly got that information, it's wrong. Inf- like it's wrong. It's completely wrong. Gotcha. I guess yeah. that's not reliable. So anyways, it's just... My bad. Maybe not Google's fault. Personal responsibility. Shouldn't Google news articles for accuracy? But you kind of tend to think. No, you said, what else? What, you how know? it's meant to be used. It's yeah. answering your question, but it's not answering it correctly. It's and, not. It's, anyway. There's been a bit of a downhill slide on their on their search results. However, I will say this: uh, it seems like there were a bunch of uh, sources on the four million Tomb Raider thing, and they were saying they were singing the same song back then. Yeah. So yeah. this doesn't yeah, surprise me that they don't think four million is enough of anything, and I just don't I'd understand be that. To bet that Avengers wasn't a money loss either. Like I know it was critically received poor, but that's Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Avengers. everyone's buying that for their kid, you know, like, or, and there's a lot of kids that don't care about these sort of nuanced things. I want the Avengers game. I like Iron Man, yeah. you know, so like that probably actually didn't sell that bad. Probably you not. Know, it was much, much, much of a loss. Yeah. Now it's yeah. on Game Pass, I but at the time it, it wasn't. Yeah, you yeah, bought it. You I know a lot of people it. that I played bought it on it. Game Pass. Yeah. I know plenty of people about that game. Yeah. And they were all disappointed with it, but they bought it. And so. the story is Guardians was uh, like Avengers. Okay, kind of it didn't wasn't critically received well. Maybe say we could have done better. Then Guardians comes out and everyone goes, "You did better." Because Square mm-hmm. Enix was involved with Avengers, right? Like yes, yes. Yeah, so I they were. So. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. So hey, you did better. So they should. The public messaging should be. Well, Avengers didn't do so great, but we're on the right track with Guardians. Mm. And sales Although I liked were okay. Avengers more than I liked Guardians, but yeah, but you well, let's, uh, you let's have leave John out of this. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I'm John's got his own reasons. Point, I don't. I don't even totally uh, disagree with John's reasons, but he's got his reasons. You know, Avengers not. is probably a better game than people. It probably got short shrift because it, you know it did get part of the internet whipping boy machine. You know. That for sure happened with that game because yeah. I played a little bit of it too, and it, se- it seemed fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, why are you telling investors like, sorry, you sold a game that's like, oh my god, like just capital, like you, you get you got to be able to capitalize on on your successes so that maybe Guardians Two will sell more. But yeah. if you come out the gate saying like it's disappointing, yeah, that's just a signal to be like you're not going to make any more interest is going to diminish. I don't know. If they did forty, if they did four million, this is two hundred and thirty-six million dollars in revenue. They made plenty yeah, of money. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody, whatever. Stock publicly owned stuff is all left because nobody thinks we they make enough. We thirty percent of profit. Time to lay off a bunch of people and not yeah. make Deus Ex for this. Yeah, that's really why I'm mad because all of this at the core of this story is Deus Ex didn't get made. Mm. Three Deus mm. Ex three didn't get made no. for for this disappointment. Yeah, same well, team. You're think- right. <laughs> I, like I this think game. that's part of the reason why it's so frustrating, like you said, for them to not celebrate their success by setting the bar too high at a point they don't clear. How do you then pitch investors on making a sequel to a game that you yourself came out and went, boy, we were disappointed by that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they had set a reasonable projection and instead were like, man, we killed it with this game. Then investors are like, you can make another one. 
Yeah, yeah. we think we are because actually we we're practical about this and we think it might do well. Yeah, you think they want to get rid of the Mar- their Marvel agreement? They think they're done with Marvel. That's why Maybe poop on it. Maybe that's what they're doing. That's an interesting point. It's just too much pressure to hold on to the Marvel deal. Like they do two know. Marvel games. They they're unhappy with, with sales figure. I don't know. All I know is this week, weird week to bring up Marvel. I played, uh, uh, I played Street Fighter versus, or no, Marvel versus Street Fighter. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The second one. So the old arcade game. I played like an hour of that. <laughs> And I and I was just reminded how great those Marvel versus Street Fighter or Marvel versus Capcom, sorry, Marvel yeah. versus Capcom games were. They are so great those fighting games. They're insane and they're chaotic, but I really like that game a lot. Turns and, out Marvel and Capcom have really good rosters. Yeah. Sometimes people do a fighting game like PlayStation All Stars, and you're like, you guys don't have the roster mm-hmm. for this. What are you doing? Yeah, Daxter is not a good fighter. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Capcom surprisingly got an awesome roster of mm-hmm. characters I get excited for, and Marvel kind of goes without saying. Mm-hmm. So that's a good game, especially on that three series arcade board or whatever. It's just so well animated. What a beautiful game! I got when we get down to what we played this week. I went down a weird hole for fighters, and I never do this. But well, you know, when I have my holes, we talk about them here. We like to bring out my holes on the show and show everybody my hole. All right, so I'll look forward to that. Just poke at it a little bit. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> none of us have played <laughs> none of us have played Elden Ring yet but uh, that's okay because we will or many, much of us will I guess all three of us probably will I'm no, I know I'm going to play it whether I stick with it or not is a big question because I'm not a Souls-like guy but Elden Ring reviewing extremely oh, well we one go. of the best reviewed games of all time by today's accounting uh, the very few games have reviewed this well in the history of video games that's what a this, big deal. Solid. I, <laughs> it's kind of a big like deal. The only time a game reviews this well, it's freaking Metal Gear Solid and nothing else. I think there's. I want to say Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild, Wilds maybe. ahead of it, yeah, and I think maybe some older stuff. I meant to look it up for the show and I didn't, but it's it's like hovering at ninety eight percent on Metacritic, which is huge. And Open Critic, they're also insane. there. Yeah. Um, it's a Souls-like, but has a big open-worldy business going on and looks really awesome. And every time I see it, it makes me want to play it. And then someone reminds me, do you want to pound your head against the wall and lose your progress and have to go back from an old save and all this over and over and over? And I say, not really. <laughs> I don't really want yeah, to do that. But, all right. Here's an argument for you to join John and I in the Elden Ring. And I'll explain Hell how yeah. I got into it. Okay. But I was going to take a pass on this. I have the same perspective as you. Mm. I played a little bit of Dark Souls 1, went, nah, yeah. and uh, never went back. Yeah. Um, so a generous user, 704, bought me a copy uh, when Very I was nice. streaming. Yeah. Um, he gave me the money, and I'm by playing it on Xbox. There's no way I'm running it on my first-gen i7. Oh, uh, by the way, that's good, because the, the word on the street is the Xbox versions, SNX, are the two are, are the ones to play like the performance is outperforming ps5 and pc nice. at the moment Perfect. PC. Well, i'm gonna be able to play it as best yeah. as i can i'm gonna stream it so now i have no excuse so i can still say thanks for donating but i'm gonna use your money to buy cheetos but i said no 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 no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll buy elden ring and i'm gonna give it an earnest shot here's the rationale for you scott to maybe join us all right go for it um this is a genre that has, re- especially the, the the pinnacle company from software. Every time it releases, it reviews very well. So we're we're not playing the first version or second version of this kind of release. We're on like six or seven now, or yeah. something like that. You know, with Sekiro and Bloodborne and Demon Souls, like Dark Souls, like and 
there have been other companies who've made entries into the genre. So this is a mature, ripe genre that is consistently well-regarded. Like, it's not just, you know, maybe there's some games that are lesser, but there's very few misses yeah, for the, for the big ones, especially from From Software. From From Software? Yeah. Even from even their software. weird 2D efforts that people, like an indie team, like Salt, Salt yeah. and Sanctuary is a game that is knuckles hard and plays like a Souls-like bit in 2D. Even those are extremely well-regarded. So, yeah. yeah. And this, there's a sci-fi one, The Surge or something like that. They have two of those. Oh, yeah. You know, you, yeah, so... There's a lot in there. Um, so now we have a new IP from the definitive company of the Souls-like genre um, sporting some decadent, decadent um, stuff. Like the graphics are really good. You mm-hmm. look at it, you're like, damn, that's beautiful. George mm-hmm. R. R. Martin is involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's still, Story stuff. that name still means something. Yeah. Um, and it's a new franchise. So it's a gateway into it without having to know prior stuff, really. You know, like, and it's also designed, this is what I'm hearing, that it's very much more like Breath of the Wild, where it's open. If you encounter something hard, there might be an alternative to go do mm-hmm. rather than do the thing, you know, in a linear sense, you got to keep pounding your head on the one thing you have to go do. Um, you can go elsewhere and try. There's always something else. And it's reviewing everywhere, like tens. 9.5 tens. Yeah. So if there was ever a reason to ever give a game in this genre a chance and do it at a point in which it's at the most immediate relevancy to the gaming community, mm-hmm. the time is now. Yeah. yeah. So that's my rationale in, in, in being excited for it. And I'm going to die a hundred times and who knows where I'll land after I play it for a bit, but I'm going to get a, give it my earnest, um, uh, a, a try. Yeah. And, and I that's mean, good. I, I think you have to. I think you also have to restructure the way your brain thinks about these games. Is that you know, it, it's not necessarily a game in that I want to go A to B to C and see the story and and really just take on this world. Like it's almost like playing a retro game. Like I still stand by uh, one of the things I said a long time ago when I first played Dark Souls One, which was this feels like the best Castlevania game, not called Castlevania. Mm. Like it feels like there's secrets and it's hard. It's not, it's not just going to roll over for you. And like, it's really this like mentality that you get in of like, you know, yeah, Simon Belmont's going to get hit and he's going to jump backwards for some reason and fall in the water and die. (laughs) But this isn't, uh, this isn't a, big narrative game this isn't mass effect like i'm gonna restart and i'm gonna see if i can do better this time and learn to live with this as like a a trial to get through and Mm. challenge myself and get better and i think the thing for me that made me a dark souls fan was when you do that thing where you just go god i hate this so much this game's being so unfair and then you do the thing again and you're like i'm so close and then you do the thing again and you win you feel like the greatest video game player that ever walked the face of the earth <laughs> like it, it is that it's that feeling of like being a wow raid team that's just banging your head against a boss and then you you beat the boss but it doesn't come with all the other bullshit that comes with wow raiding. like it's just it's that dynamic of like, I was going through this area. It was challenging. I challenged myself to get better and I did it. And I I think that's really rewarding, but I think where, you know, I think everything Bo said is right. Like if you're going to play one, 
you might as well play the good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by all accounts, it sounds like this is going to be the best one you're going to find. And this is the diamond. Right. Yeah. So you're going to get your best experience. If this one can't sell you on it, then none of them can sell you on it. Right. Like, I think that's a fair assumption to say. And I also think it's like more open world nature. If you get to that point where you're like, I feel like all I'm doing is trying the same thing over and over again and dying. It sounds like it's the kind of game where you can just say, well, I'm going to go somewhere else and do something else then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not something you could always say in Dark Souls, because even though that game wasn't always linear, there was, in theory, a more linear path to get through that game. Like you if you were good enough, you could go different directions at times. But in general, you went in this path. Yeah, I do like that idea a lot. And I like how it looks a lot. And I want to feel and experience this game. Here's what I'm tired of. And whether I like it or not, whether I play it or not, beside the point. My big complaint is Souls-like defenders. I don't know why they feel like they have to be defenders. Just like the games you like and not the ones you don't, whatever. They get really gatekeepy with these. They get really weird with it. I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter today. I was just trying to understand where he was coming from. And I'm like, I don't understand that why if a game only has one difficulty setting and that difficulty setting is really hard, what would be the difference between how you'd feel about playing that or one that had that same exact default hard setting, but had lesser settings for those who just want to experience it in in an easier way or don't have the time you have to dedicate to it? What does that take away from you? And he was like, you're taking away the exclusive club we're in where we don't want any of these losers. It's like this really weird, like... I said, well, you're basically telling me you want to go to a country club where only white people are allowed. No, okay. I agree, but he came back to me. I knew this was going to come up. He, yeah. came, he came back to me and sort of confirmed what I was saying. So I had to block no. that dude because he was insane. The point no, is... Like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, make your point. I no, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead, continue. I want to hear Because I knew this was going to come up. Yeah. And because I see a lot of, you know, when a game like this release, when this subject comes up, everyone's like, difficulty. And in my head, I'm like, all I can think of are games that have difficulty sliders. Like, Deus Ex has them, Doom Eternal has them, Divinity has them. Like, pretty much almost every game has them. So, like, it's like, when these conversations come up, I'm like, what are we really talking about here? Everyone's, like, kind of talking like there isn't accommodation for easy difficulty. And I'm like, I would be willing to bet the majority of games have difficulty selections. That's a hundred percent true. Most of them do. I think Sekiro was the one that didn't. But like a game like talks about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but some games don't. But it's not very much. And I just think there these people that that are talking in this way, like you know, are troubled people to begin with. Have a have a shitty worldview to begin with because they probably. I don't know, are anti woke or something, and then it sounds like wokeness. So then it's an excuse for them to just say dumb stuff about that, you know, and, and it's got nothing to do with anything. I think the way to view this is, you know, there are different kinds of puzzles in the world, let's say, and some are easy puzzles and some are difficult puzzles. Um, and I think what from software has just said is that we are making a puzzle uh, that requires, you know, mechanic like in in a certain sphere and this is the product we're offering and i think it's up to people to be like hey maybe make an easier puzzle and then if the company says no no this is our vision it's a difficult puzzle then fine it gives it gives value yeah um we feel it diminishes the value of our product by offering an easy version and you have lots of options if you need an easy mode like i think i think when you frame it that way that this is a hard puzzle 
not everyone's into Sudoku or crosswords. Like, you know, we're, we're saying this game is a hard puzzle. I just think it can feel bad for some people because the graphics look sweet and people get super hyped and then they feel left out of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you can watch someone play in this day and age. And, you know, there was times where you might watch someone play a harder game. Um, but here's my... So it's let me, it's let okay. Me, let me you know, add but to this. I just think the shitty... But the shitty people are, are framing it in a, in a bad way that makes it undesirable that I don't think is what From Software is trying No, to. I don't think it's them at all. I don't think it's From Software's fault at all. Anytime... <laughs> it's not their fart. It's not either. their fart. Um, <laughs> but here's here's what I'm... Here's here's kind of the scenario I'm thinking of. Because it doesn't bother me at all that the game's so hard that it's impenetrable for some and they don't play it. It's fine. And if they want to limit their... This isn't even a criticism. If From Software, software and their publishing partners don't care that it limits their potential total market, that's okay too. You know, that's your, if that's part of your vision, that's fine too. I don't even have a problem with that. You may not have a lot of people play it that would otherwise, but that's, again, you're going to sell millions of these, many more than, you know, the four that Tomb Raider apparently sold. You're going to do real well. So it's not like they're, you know, wanting for anything. My problem is this weird idea that if there is a slider in a game that takes it from, ultra hard down to something more reasonable for the person who wants to play it, that that somehow diminishes the size of the guy's e at the top. It shouldn't. If he still no. does it on hardcore and still did it as good as the tiniest percentage possible on the hardest mode, you still can swing your penis around like you're a big tough dude. No, it's, it's, it's unsportsmanlike conduct. That would be like Wayne Gretzky well, ripping out his balls after he scored a goal in but hockey. That's my po- but that's my point. Them or, uh, so you know, that's like, my whole point, though, is this doesn't take anything. If To have difficulty sliders takes nothing away from you and your penis. Yeah. It's, it's so these why? people that have bad shitty takes on what it is. Like they, It's yeah. just... It's a puzzle. It's a hard puzzle. They want to make a hard puzzle and they don't want to make an easy puzzle. The end. It's, it, it's <laughs> like, one of those things where it's like, you know, this is just another case of, you know, like I like the TV show Rick and Morty. That's hard for me to admit because Rick and Morty fans have ruined being a, like liking a TV show. Yeah. Being good the example. worst people yeah. on the planet. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Dark Souls. People got it in their head that they beat the hardest game ever when they beat that game. And they can't stand that other people are beating it in other ways than than what they did or faster than them. So it has to turn into this gatekeeping thing. And it's so weird because this argument, which has been going on for, I mean, since the Kiro came out, because that was the one that really generated it, yeah, or even was, it, uh, yeah. was this whole notion of, you know, should there be difficulty sliders? And the answer is, I've always felt a little bit in the middle, because I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, I have created something. It is this difficult. Mm-hmm. And if you clear it and beat it, you had the same experience as anybody else that played this game. I think there is nothing wrong with presenting that. Mm. I don't think everything has to be for everyone, but I think then taking that argument and framing it as you can't put easy modes in this game because it hurts what I've accomplished is the worst defense of that in, in the world. I agree. I hate hate that so much. I agree. Um, So it's this weird thing where I both understand it, but I also hate it at the same time. I don't. I understand it, but I don't respect it. Like I guess what I'm saying, this guy today told me people hold this sacred, and I said, if you are talking about a video game and the word freaking sacred, unless it's the video game called sacred, I don't want to talk to you because it's a video game, dude. My life is buried in video games. Everything about me is game related. I swear. I love video games. They're amazing. That's a huge part of my life. I'm not going to call them sacred. 
That's weird. Okay. Well, it's just a little too far out there. Now, when people get hyperbolic, they're going to do their thing. They're going to say what they're going to say. But my big, my big takeaway of this conversation with this guy was if he was in the NFL, he would be pissed that in little league kids have a no tackle rule. He'd be mad about that. Even yes, though it affects you, you, him not at all. He can still play his man's game. He can still be the best in the league. He can still score every touchdown and do it with two broken legs and a missing eye and be the greatest right. player of all time if he wants to be. And just because a kid didn't have to tackle when he was 12 doesn't diminish you and your e Yeah, so here's what happened. Like, here, here's – so I, I guess if this – if the primary reason why that you're not going to give uh, this game a try – is because of that, then that's bullying. Like, and I, I know you probably feel like I wasn't bullied, but like some no, someone he was is bullying. He, he was someone is saying like, "No sissies here," and stop bringing your sissy shit to, to our yeah. yard. Yeah, and, and you're like, "Well, I don't want to play this because there's bullies that play this. Like, screw this, you yeah. know." And yeah, and yeah, I mean, they're they're wrong, you know. Like, it's could not it's agree not more. Yeah. I also saw, uh, I, and I wish I could credit who said this, but some game developer that I follow on Twitter um, tweeted this, and I thought it was really funny. They said, uh, you understand we can make every video game you play impossible, right? <laughs> like, you only win because we give you the ability to win. Like, yeah, yeah. So the fact that you're like, no, you can't put in different modes that allow people to win. Like, you only can beat the game because we let you beat the game. Like, that's literally our job. So acting like it's some sacred thing that you've done something, you've done the impossible. No, we can make it impossible. Yeah, you can not only that, you can also make it incredibly possible and make you feel like you're the only person that could have done it. That's the magic of games. But if you don't understand that, like if you don't have a feeling for this artificial construct has been tailored so that you can accomplish it. If you think you've somehow escaped that reality and you start calling it sacred and you start acting like it's this special rarefied group or whatever, F right off out that door, dude. I have no time for those people. Someone in the chat says the worst part of from software are their fans. I agree. And I'm not saying they're all like this. Obviously not. Not going to blanket that on everybody, but there are some real (laughs) a-holes Yeah, anyway, they're not that, that good. Like every time you think you're good at a video game, someone does a no hit, no death uh, run in two hours, and has clearly demonstrated superiority over. Like you know, like like yes, it's a hard challenge, but at the same time, you know, if Epine is what matters, just just finishing Dark Souls doesn't make you that special. I guess it's kind of what John was saying. There's some like, but also the other aspect is someone will, you know, no hit. Uh, do the game in three hours with like two items or whatever, like no right. HP upgrades. And and then you're like, well, I suck at this game. So like, you know, people also make their own difficulty in games, I guess is what I'm saying. So if your EP is really that big, like why are you just, why, why are you, why are you telling other people that they, they can't hold that opinion and not also try to do a two hour no hit run and you'd be like, well, I have a life. Well, I'm like, you still suck. Your peen's not that big. Yeah, your peen you know, is like, smaller they, than it's that like, peen. You can flip the tables on anyone like that and be like, you just passed the game. Yeah. You know, like, have, have you not beaten Super Metroid in 32 minutes? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? You call yourself a gamer? Like, you don't need difficulty sliders to have this argument. Like, people, the gaming community makes their own difficulties out of very easy games even all the time. So yeah, yeah. it's a pointless argument. It's, it's, it, this is, um, this is Twitter world, Twitter brain, just Twitter brain. Yeah. A little uh, bit. And like, it turns into bit. a snake eating its own tail anyway, because even those exclusive club members are like, Oh, you beat it. Yeah, I beat it. Uh, yeah. But how'd you beat it? 
Well, I, you know, I started as a pyromancer. Oh, you started easy mode then. I understand. You start easy mode. Mm. It's like, That's, shut up. Like, just like, stop. Who it's cares? The kind of, but I think, it, I think it gets taken, not taken into context, it gets used improperly because it is the kind of thing you would do if you were, you were needling friends. Yeah. Right. It's okay way, right? with friends. A lot of things are okay with friends Rainer. that are not okay on Twitter. You're going to play right click Rainer again. You <laughs> yeah. Do, you know, like, yeah. but that, like in that context, you know, you know, it's a good bit of ribbing and it's not meant, but like, I think people get familiar also on Twitter. They half mean it, half are just getting familiar. Like, yeah, you think did you use a difficulty slider? <laughs> yeah. What are you, a pansy? Yeah, what are you saying? Like, what dude, you, you don't know me. Like, how do you even call someone that? Like, know. you don't know. Like, or well, I guess he, I guess I'm putting words in this person's mouth. Maybe he didn't call you that, but you know what I mean. Like, just no, there's, there's a level of comfort there where I would be comfortable saying that to you guys in like a funny context. But yeah, um, I'm not gonna, you know, if uh, John Cena is like uh, Dark Souls is too hard for me, I'll be like, I see you. You know, like I'm not gonna troll him or anything. Like. <laughs> I know you can't. I yeah. assume that's an insult for him because you can't see him no more. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. seems pretty down to earth these days. He'll probably be fine with it. Probably not even very good at anything. And he would be <laughs> He's happy. <not> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Good at anything? No, I mean, video, I mean video games. I don't John mean. John Cena is so bad at No, I don't, I don't mean like acting, wrestling, or whatever. I mean video games. I should have specif- specified. <laughs> um, maybe Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's like, I uh, I like Warhammer, but I don't like Dark Souls. Oh, that yeah, is quite hot. Oh, wow. I'd be like, you, some you Superman you are. Wow. I, I'm kind of horny. Wow. I didn't know Henry Cavill was on that. this episode, but look, he's the materialized <laughs> oh, yes. before us. Yeah, finally. I really like The Witcher 3. I've played it 500 times. <laughs> you haven't lived if you haven't um, witched uh, a monster. A witch. Uh, you're doing, and he's kind of, it's that witcher drone that he does, that kind of accent where he's like, let's play yeah. that card game. Uh. All right, check this out. I want to just do a little running commentary in the chat because I think it's cute. Someone named the Star Hammer in the chat uh, a while ago in this conversation said, I have no clue what these guys are talking about, but Bo's hair is all I can think about. I don't know how I never noticed it before. And then later, I was talking about how sacred is a stupid word to use and it's culty. And he says, Bo's hair is sacred. And then later down here, I said, it's getting weird in there. I said, we were talking about difficulty levels and sliders. And he says, what's the dif- difficulty level of Bo's hair or maintaining oh Bo's God. hair? And then finally, I'm sorry, I've had a rough day. So there you go. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask, maybe he's smoking pot and that's all he can think. He's just like, oh, it was really great. I enjoyed that sub story a lot. That was, was my favorite really side good. quest. It's very good. Uh, can I, can I do one more side story before we move on? Yeah, go. Cause we've talked about sacred twice. Can I just tell you a weird thing about that game? Do it. That's an old game. Very that's old. old. Like one of the first like times that somebody was like, what if you were third person playing a real time strategy game? Yeah. Um, so I, I was playing EverQuest around the time that Sacred was coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, while I was playing it, somebody sent me a message in EverQuest. They're like, hey, man, you want to group up? I was like, sure. <laughs> and so he groups up and uh, he's like, uh, hey, I've never I've never played uh, in, in this zone before. What you know, what are we doing here? And I was like, oh, you know, it's probably in like Blackborough or something I'm like, yeah, we're killing Knowles and stuff. And he's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I like the way this game plays, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And he's like, uh, you hear about Sacred? I was like, what? Uh-huh. And he's like, there's a game coming out called Sacred. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it's kind of like this game. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like let's let's focus on killing Knowles, buddy. And he's like, yeah, 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 okay. And he's so we're playing. Like he's not just typing to me. We are playing the game. Yeah. And then he's like. Man, this skill bar in this game really reminds me of what they're showing in screenshots for that game, Sacred. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, I don't, I don't know about it. I haven't seen it. He's like, man, you got to see it. It's wild. It looks it, the graphics like this game's graphics are good, but sacred's graphics are even better. Are you Maybe sure you weren't talking to this? It was a C, Yeah. The CEO of sacred or something. I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm like, okay. And he goes, you want to see a screenshot? <laughs> I was like, yeah. We happen. I, I was like, "Is this like? Is it? Is it an MMO?" And he's like, "No, it's a different kind of game, but it, it's a very similar. I think you'd like it." Hmm. And I, I'm like, "Sure, I guess I'll look it up." He's all here, just just alt tab, uh, go to this website. Oh, and he like sent, he like sent me to to sacredgame.com or whatever to look at screenshots of the game. He's like, "They got a free demo out." I'm like. The hell are they doing? Why are they sending people into friggin' EverQuest to sell sacred to other human beings? Like, I I don't believe this is a real person I was interacting with, or at least a person that wasn't getting paid. And it was the mm. weirdest thing because, mm. like, on Twitter, social media, sure, exploring Norath, I did not expect to get accosted by a salesperson yeah. for a different video game. But that, that was really the weird. craziest thing. It was so weird. But I did end up buying Sacred. Yeah. And I did it not worked. think that game was very good. <laughs> it worked. It was cool. Couldn't, couldn't it one of you be in God mode or something? And then you could be on the ground running and you could also be like RTS mode. It was like a weird combo. And it was a shooter. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. It, it had a, it had a, some ideas. I feel like maybe they were ahead of their time a little bit. Seems like my memory of that it's, game. It's uh, graphic style reminded me a lot of Giant Citizen Kabuto, which was a much better game. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. You don't remember Citizen Kabuto? Nope. It's a great game. Nope. It's a is funny it Citizen game. Kabuto or Giant Citizen Kabuto? It's technically <laughs> Giant Citizen Kabuto. Is oh, that, Giant. Is it based Kabuto. on a? Is it based on an anime or something? Why is this name familiar? It's a little familiar. No, it's, it's a game it's from a the year two thousand. Okay, and it's a, it looks like it involves giant monsters. Kabuto. Hey guys, looks like you're having a podcast here. You ever heard about Giant Citizen Kabuto? Kabuto. Oh, Let me tell you, it's a oh. lot like this podcast, but better. You know what? I the, now I recognize it, but also it does look just like that sacred game. Doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they. Uh, it might be the same engine, but uh, early aughts. Uh, like Unreal Engine 2, which would have been Where like... Everything was a little weirdly smooth, and yeah. it's like they finally learned how to not make things jagged, so everything's smooth. Yeah, like there were still flat polygons, but they had the weird illusion of not being, but they still yeah. kind of were. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Oh, that's weird to see. Okay, well, that was a while ago. Oh, I totally remember this game now. All right. Yeah. The studio behind it also made Disney's Tangled. Oh, well, then I'm... <laughs> What are we even doing here? Oh, good night, everybody. We're gonna go. It has a that. similar action bar to EverQuest. Oh, good. Well, thank goodness yeah. for that. All right, check this out. Uh, uh, this is kind of crazy. Street Fighter Six was announced. All right, which prompted me to go down my weird fighting game thing, which we'll get to later. Is um, that what caused it? It's what started I, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's what started it because I also heard some other stuff about some games that I that are look really interesting to me, and so I thought, all right, well, this is a different era for them they're competing with other really popular like that new king of fighters is like legit like t- chart topper <laughs> and fighting game people really like it also what's the other one uh guilty get the new guilty gear f- shred or what's it called guilty gear something guilty gear it's always got a weird name but guilty gear is always cool it's always weird but that new one looks crazy cool they've somehow been able to capture like the high point of what Neo Geo fighters look like that really great animated 2d look, but it's a 3d engine. I don't know how they did it. It looks really cool. Anyway, 
So I got all down this, this stupid rabbit hole, all because of this announcement. We'll talk oh, about that first. Oh, I got another first. one for you real quick before yeah. the announcement. Strive. That's what it is. Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah, go ahead. Dragon Ball Fighters is on Game Pass now, Scott. You don't have an oh, excuse. It's time to try Dragon Ball Fighters. Shit. Which is legitimately actually a very good game. I've heard this. Uh, will I like it, though? Do you think? I mean, I like fighting yeah. games, even if they're really You probably anime. won't dig the story very much. The story's not very good, but okay. like the fighting game in it is really good. So, all right, I will. You know what? If it's on Game Pass, no, no point in not trying it. I'll try it. It's on Game Pass. Uh, so, Street Fighter Six was announced, and it got weird. Um, <laughs> the, I'm, very I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, <laughs> I know what part Bo's on. Yeah, we know Hold what on, Bo's we'll get at. to that part later. We got to start with the. Yeah, we got to well, start with what the trailer is and what the logo is, and then we can talk about Ryu's dick. Yeah. So, all right. So the main controversy is the the logo. Um, it looks like an eighty dollars stock logo from Adobe.com. Yeah. Like literally, there's one up there for eighty bucks that you can buy, modify, and that SF inside of a, a polygon, uh, you know, enclosure with a little six next to it. It is ridiculously close. Now, some people have gone in and done a full trace on it, and it's not exactly the same, but it's it's impossible that this wasn't either what they started with. They, you know, I don't know, screen capped it, traced it, and then made some modifications. You know, they're Capcom. I don't know why they just didn't buy it, but whatever. It's it's totally a stock logo that they use. There's 100% no question in my mind, having dealt with that industry for long enough, and I understand how this stuff works. There's no way. Um so that was number one. Whatever. So that person's in trouble. Who, yeah. Whoever made it and whoever approved of it is getting talked to probably. Yes. Right? This is a big gaffe. I'm sure they thought it was fine. Yeah. At the time. It's not going to be the final logo, right? I, I mean. I think it know. is, but not maybe now. not now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now someone's back to the drawing board for sure. But I think prior to this, they were going to be happy with it. Then there's this other thing where people think they can see Ryu's wiener in his yeah. pants which i you know I what i 100 see it i see it. yeah it's yeah, there it's there he's yeah. got a wiener it, you can see it there's no denying it it's there so so ryu has a big ween i don't know i mean it's great i'm i'm not i'm not mad about this it's fine. i'm not I opposed mean, to his, its existence i just think you can't put that in your trailer and make a big deal out of it and not have the core podcast talk about it <laughs> yeah. the other guy doesn't have much of a, a ween no He's missing a week. I'm looking at the other guy and I, I see like there's definitely some something there. There's a package in there, but like it's a tiny it's little a package. Little, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a smaller package. Well, but. as we've learned, Ryu <laughs> plays uh plays the Souls games and they're only on hard. And uh this other guy plays weenie games with sliders for difficulty. <laughs> I think the, I think the thing about Ryu's wiener is that this isn't on hard. So Oh you know. ee, oh and now you're right. This is on this is on smooth mode. Yeah. As uh, <laughs> as it was said, as it was said, it was so perfectly by uh, by Clayface. My phallus is not erect. No, it's not erect. <laughs> That's right. it isn't either. Also, I would say that like Ryu's looking pretty uh, like uh, swole too. Like he looks like the um, he's old uh, Kylo Ren meme in this. Oh yeah. I've seen you know. oh whoops that's not supposed to make sound I've seen some memes regarding that where uh, somebody's got Kylo Ren in a room with a big wide chest and they're like you know trying out for Street Fighter or some joke like that but 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's older, right? Isn't the idea is he's old here? He's like a yeah. I mean, it's the bearded Ryu, which we saw uh, from the last game. That was yeah. like a that was a thing. People, you know, were really into it. I, I'm gonna just be honest. I don't think this trailer is very good. It didn't. It didn't look good. They're still doing the weird paint splash business mm-hmm. uh, around all their moves. Yeah, like I mean. It, yeah, but it it's didn't a beloved sell franchise. Me. It got it Scott good. to go. It got Scott to go play a bunch of fighting games. So um, I think maybe that just says it's I'm a not beloved the audience. But I didn't think the trailer looked good at all. No, it doesn't. And and you're not wrong to this say this is that. a teaser, right? This is just to let people know it's coming. Like it's <laughs> to let people know. know that they've spent eighty dollars on a logo and are oh, definitely it, thinking about reuse penis. It's, yeah. it's up for pre-order. Uh, yes, you can pre-order it now. Um, oh, that changes things. Five was. Uh, not beloved mainly for their net code problems. Um, multiplayer online was a real problem for that game and it took them forever to get there. I think their current championship edition is fine. I have that one, which is what I played and I, I had no problem with online matches. Um, huh. Street Fighter is awesome and I think the newer games are cool. Four was really good. Three is probably my favorite, but they were still 2D and I don't know, there's something about that old hyper animated 2D art in those games. I love that stuff. Yeah. Two, I can barely look at anymore even though I know it's the goat, but it's just so... It's, of, of its time. It's yeah. weird to go back to. It doesn't look the way you think it. Looks. No, I mean at the time it was awesome, but um, you know whatever. Uh, I played Darkstalkers too as well, Tondragosa. Anyway, here's so here's here's the deal with this overall. I think it's going to be good for them to do a little bit of a reboot. They actually have some competition right now um, with those other games I mentioned, and I think Guilty Gear is like a serious. That Strive game looks like a serious contender. I think I uh, I don't think it's out yet though. It's coming out soon. And that King of Fighters 16 or whatever it is. Um it's apparently the darling of uh Evo and everybody who does competitive fighting right now. They're super into that game. So, um you know, we'll see what happens there. I'll tell you about my deep dive into it in a minute. But now you can all go to sleep knowing that Ryu has a big penis. Uh finally Walton Goggins signs on to the Fallout series. That TV show's getting Walton Goggins everybody. Uh, probably not his gemstones character or anything like that. Probably something closer to uh, Justified or who knows what. But Everything is better with Walton Goggins in it. I tend to agree. It doesn't always make it good. He doesn't make everything he's in perfect or anything, but everything is better for having him. He is either playing, yeah. according to the leak, it's he, he's either playing a character named Ghoul or he is a ghoul of some sort. <laughs> I support either one of these. Yeah. And there is a character in the game called Walton Ghoul. In Ve- New Vegas, I think. Oh, really? Uh, let's see. Oh, really? Yeah, look at that link. You'll s- oh, it actually says below the photo, Walton Ghoul. So Walton it is Walton. Uh, yeah, so I read this right. Um, and, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. He's definitely playing a mutant, right? Oh, he got it, right? Why, why would you have him be normal? You're getting Walton Goggins. Let him be a little weird. Yeah, like he's a good one to do your weird character he's with. He's really great. He's a great actor. and and I mean, I loved him on The Shield. All the way back then, I love the shield. Oh my gosh! Is it the shield? He was on Sons of Anarchy too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's on Shield. Of course, he was like a main character. Yeah, he was Shane. Down. Character named Shane. But, he was really good. Yeah, he was. Uh, and Sons you know, just, Justified is, is is amazing. But Justified is you know, you could argue Justified wouldn't be lesser than it is without him. Yeah. No, he's an, he's yeah. No, it's an important part. He always yeah. has something cool he does every season. Yeah, loved him. Like the cigarette the cigarette bomb. Yeah, it was great. So who knows what this is, but that show's moving ahead. It's happening. It's going to see Amazon Prime's paying for it. Um, I think their big test is this summer when we find out if that uh, Rings of Power is good. 
Because if Rings of Power is as good as everybody hopes it is, and they do well with the Lord of the Rings franchise over there at Amazon, I would feel a lot better about what they're doing with Fallout. That seems they're not really connected. I haven't seen that trailer yet, but I'm a little worried when stuff like this happens, it gets dragged, even if it is good. Oh well, yeah, doesn't I mean that's. I mean, Rings of Power definitely is getting dragged. Yeah, but. I don't know why, though. I think you got to let the show speak for itself when it comes out. Most of the dragging I saw was because there was a guy of color in it. F off. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, I'm There's... not saying it. Most dragging is, is usually, probably all of it is not, you know, There's no, it's not, it's without merit. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Neither merit nor Tom was... merit. Yeah, exactly. Can't ever have enough Tom merit. Tom merit <laughs> Uh, oh, was that what it was? They didn't make the inaccurate dwarves. The dwarven women don't have beards at all. <laughs> Is that what it was? Says rednecks. Okay, no yeah, bearded I women. Mean, there you go. That's, That's too bad. Killed, killed the show. Show cannot be good. Can't no, be good. Uh, no beards on dwarves. My, my I'm suspicion. Sure that's exactly what everybody was genuinely mad about. My my suspicion is it's probably going to be good, and that everyone is just we're just now in a loop of this happens every time anything gets talked about, and I am getting better at ignoring it. I'm not perfect, but I'm getting better at it. Um, let's move on to a dear martha steam review now you might say to yourself man the war's been tough there in steam land and he writes a lot of letters home but we can't go on without one so we're going to do one today this is for the game uh oh we don't have a game you'll find out oh okay yeah i'm excited about whatever it's not that big of a reveal i just didn't want to write what it was okay well let's find out let's find out what it is here you go My dearest Martha, taking into account that Dragon Ball Fighters is now on Game Pass, I've decided to consider something I've never considered before. Looking into DLC for my video game. (laughs) Looking on Steam today, Martha, I found that they have added a new Fighters to Dragon Ball Fighters. Android 21, wearing a lab coat. Not sure if I should purchase... I've decided to read some of the reviews for the DLC of Android 21 wearing a lab coat. Mm. Her tights rip when she gets hurt. (laughs) You know, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. I hate pink people. She is cute. Uh Milk truck arrive. Thick. <laughs> Mommy. Nerf, please. Step on me, please. <laughs> Step on me, Mommy. They gave this character everything you would need to win and more. Free mix-up, five lows, a command overhead that leads into a full combo, a barrier, a beam, a command grab, a lariat, Bardock LL version 2.0, and a super that lowers the damage of the character it hits by 21% for the rest of the match. She's designed to be busted, top-tier character, and that is so screwed up that you need to pay $5 for one of the best characters in the game. But God, her thighs are nice. (laughs) This has been an assembling of reviews for your and my benefit, Martha. (laughs) Yours in this life and the next, Indecisive Gamer 32. (laughs) That's very good. I'm looking at that gameplay. That game looks like I would really enjoy the fights or the fighting. The gameplay looks really good. 
And uh, I don't think I care about the DLC yet, but I am going to play this. And I'll, I'll report uh, back. This is the kind of thing John talks me into that is kind of rare. You think I don't like dragons in anime games? Point to you see this. But yeah. <laughs> Sold you on a couple dragons. How do we feel about Piccolo? He's kind of, of a shithead, right? Kind of a he's dumb. Great. Is he? No. Yeah, he's fine. All right. He, he can regrow his limbs, so he's the character that constantly loses limbs. Like, oh, you know, if you have the ability to regrow it, the story will always allow for you to lose a limb constantly. And that never happens to any character that can't regrow a limb. Got but it. Piccolo can. So his arm gets shot off like all the time. Wow. This looks yeah. really pretty. This game. It is it's a pretty game. Like, I mean, from like just the they've somehow made 3D dudes look like cartoons. And I mean, in a really meaningful way, like they they don't look like bad you know i don't mean like cell shaded i mean like fighting cartoons yeah and when the screen pauses and it goes 3d like it looks it's super good i really really like this game this game's genuinely very good whether you like dragon ball z or not Uh, if i like good good, if i like good japanese fighting games i will like this is what you're telling me it's very accessible too like it it on its base level control scheme, it does uh, very like one button combos. Yeah. So it stops being about can you remember the weird combination of buttons you need to press, and it becomes more about can you learn the timings and the best place to execute things and where to do counters, which for a dummy like me is uh, what I need to be good at a fighting game. I prefer. I, I appreciate that actually because that's my jam as well. I just want, I don't, I don't, you know, having to worry about what six buttons to push in what order constantly is not really my thing. And I'm sure some souls like lever will tell me that makes me a baby man, but, uh, it's fine. I'll play this. I will and totally you play also, uh, you might also enjoy it on uh, Japanese voices where, uh, Goku is voiced by uh, a woman, which I actually prefer. Oh, um, because they do that thing in japan where they don't recast roles very often like it almost never happens where they'll just recast somebody sure and because goku started as a little kid in dragon ball they hired a female voice actress for him but now he's an adult man and Mm -hmm. so he's just got this like very high-pitched voice and it's very endearing and i love it it's really good see the black hair or the blonde who's goku i don't know he's he's both He's both? We don't need to get into it. Oh, no. Scott, there's like eight Gokus in this game. Don't worry about it. Just play and pick who you like and just don't worry about it. I've seen maybe two or three Yeah, Dragon I've tried Ball to Z read this things. on Wikipedia and I, I don't remember it and don't follow it. There's some space stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the story of Superman. Okay. Okay. He was, except pretend he was sent here to destroy Earth, but then he got clonked on the head and then he ended up becoming the ultimate good guy. And know, when he know. powers up to Superman, his hair turns blonde. Like I, that's all you really. Need I, I know that people revere this anime and its cre- its main art creator guy. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um. Careful now, because he also did Chrono Triggers. He art, did, and I will fight you. I know, and he also did those builder, those Dragon Ball Z, or sorry, not Dragon Ball. Um. Well, actually, I guess he did a lot of the Dragon Quest art for a lot of the Dragon yeah, Quest, including he's been the recent artist one. for Dragon Quest forever. Um. I I have a love hate for his style i love it in modern things and i don't like it in old cartoons and i don't know why <laughs> don't know why it's weird it's where their eyes their eyes are effed that's what it is his eyes are yeah it's very like the eyebrows are attached to the eyes yeah and there's no whites in some of them they're just a big wide open pink space <laughs> i don't know it's a it's a choice yeah. well he's probably at the point where there's a whole school of art devoted to him like it isn't just him oh yeah i'm sure 
doing it like it's it's probably a whole tech technique school. He'd be like us, and I don't know what would our equivalent be. It's like John Williams in music or something. It, you know, he's everybody wants to be him. That's what that guy yeah, says. Something is. like that. I respect. I, that. I think that's how they do it over there. Is that there's a style. Someone pioneers a style, and then people, other people learn. Yeah. You know, people who admire it learn in that style, and then totally respect pump that. Out all that content. <laughs> but this little shrimpy guy that's bald that has six dots on his head. He has, his eyes are they're just wrong. Look at that. What is that? That's weird. Style. Oh. They do occasionally acknowledge that he doesn't have a nose, though. <laughs> Even though that, like, that's a style. I believe there was a point where he was supposed to be defeated by a smell, and he was like, "No nose," and like that's how he defeated the the person he was fighting. Yeah. So you know they understand what they're doing. Uh, chat room reminds us he did all Dragon Quest from the beginning, including the manuals, uh, art manuals, or art in the manuals. That's cool. I really like that one. Eleven was it? The last one they put out. It's very good. And those Builders yeah. games, those are shockingly good. Builders yeah. 2, and it's on Game Pass now. That game rocks. Like, I don't even like Minecrafty kind of things, but that thing worked. It was good. All right. Anyway, enough of this. I am definitely going to play that later because I'm in this fighting mood. Uh, fighting game mood, I should say. It's All right. fight with everybody. We are going to now talk about the games we did play, so check it out right here. I played a bunch of Horizon Forbidden West. The game was out last Horizon. week. Horizon, yeah, for Horizon, getting a little over What's overwhelmed. <laughs> can we just can we take a moment to acknowledge the sad state of Horizon and always coming out a week before a game that becomes the game everybody will talk about instead? Yeah, same exact thing happened with Horizon One. It comes out the week before uh, uh, Zelda, the freaking Breath of the Wild, and then Breath of the Wild becomes one of the greatest video games anyone ever played. Although. I don't like breaking weapons. That's a whole different discussion. Anyway, this one comes out. Forbidden West. High scores. Everyone's loving it. People talking game of the year. I agree. It's amazing. Really enjoying it. And then, bam, Elden Ring right in your face. A game being compared to Breath of the Wild structurally. What what a curse. Poor Aloy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. So there's a couple things I noticed about this game that I just wanted to say. I mean, it's not much to say other than what I said last week. It's very good, and I'm enjoying it. Um, the biomes are amazing. The graphics are crazy. Um, John's right to wait for PS5. It's just, I don't know, just the version to play. However, um, there's not really a however. The facial stuff in this, really good. Like, I'm trying to think what I would compare this to. Um it's the last of, time facial stuff got me like that was when I played uh, Injustice 2. Okay, that's a good... You know what? Injustice 2 is actually still a good comparison. That game's still impressive with the faces. This this face tech, whatever mocap they're using here, is really strong. Everybody looks not weird and out of the world either. It doesn't feel uncanny valley to me. For the first time in a long time, this game, compared to even to its predecessor... I'm not having uncanny, uncanny valley moments. And so the this, this little moments of humor and emotion and stuff are really coming across in a way that the, I didn't quite feel in the first game. Not to knock the first game. First game's amazing. But it's just like these little touches. Um, and I also really like that Aloy is now, you know, she's still got this like goodness in her and this rightness in her, but the naivete is gone. She's no longer learning what her her destiny is. She's living her destiny and she knows it and she's hardcore about it. And it's great. I'm really, really enjoying it. So sorry, Horizon for Ibn West for getting uh, overshadowed this week by Elden Ring. You don't deserve it, but um, it's really a rad game and should be on everyone's list for 
uh, best game of the year, I think, at the end of the year. No, not that far. I mean, I'm far enough, but it's... You know Elden Ring is a shoe-in at this point. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Into 2022, you know, it's just going to be Elden Ring. Unless, like, something comes out at a left field that blows everyone's socks off. Yeah, it'll have to be... be Elden Ring all day. That Kirby game is my pick. (laughs) (laughs) Scott's already picked. He's like, it's Kirby. I'm so excited for Kirby. Kirby. Cannot wait for that Kirby. That's soon, too. That's like in a couple of weeks or something. Just insane. Yeah, same time of year. They All don't right. wait long after those directs, do they? No, they kind of get right to it. I mean, they tell sometimes they'll announce the stuff way in advance, and then they'll show a ton at a direct, and then like a month later, it's out. I think I, I think I might like that. I think so. That's how well, you know waiting can kind of suck, but well, it know. does. But at least you've got like a ton of content right before, so the hype really kicks in at the end. And like uh, you know, they they haven't shown any of Metroid Prime Four yet. I don't know what the problem there is. That needs to be talked about. What the frick? Well, they did have the Metroid Dread release, so at least something's there. But Metroid 4 was, I guess, something they spilled out yeah. early. A I, while think, ago. I think probably yeah. if they could go back and do it again, they wouldn't have mentioned it. Probably would have held um, it. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Blizzard is going for the record for longest uh, hype ever with Diablo Immortal. Like, there was a post. It's not in our news, but there's actually Mike Yubera tweeted out a, a blog post from the Blizzard site for that game. Yeah. Like, guys, it's going to be really good. It's like, it's been 10 years and people have played it at BlizzCon. And like, is it really going to be that good? I'm like, mm, sus, but maybe. Well, it hasn't been know? that long. <laughs> it's been since 2018 they announced it. So they so they have, I think it's still shorter than when they announced Diablo 3 and then released Diablo 3. Diablo 3 got announced in 07 mm. at the International or whatever it was, the French Open. Yeah, and then French Open <laughs> or whatever. What's it called? The French Gamescom? No, there's a word. I thought the French Open was a tennis. You're, you're right. It is. I can't think of it. <laughs> it's in France, and it's called the something. The French. The, it was a StarCraft event. Oh, um, the DreamHack. The DreamHack. DreamHack or Gamescom? Games. Was Gamescom? It wasn't Gamescom. It was something else back then. Ah, I can't remember. But anyway. Um, there's something like international in the word, but it's not like the international, like, or not Dota, but, um, the other one. Anyway, the point is, uh, 2012, it took 07 to 2012. I think that's still the longest, right? That's a long time. Maybe, but I'm assuming Immortals not still coming out until 20. Invitational, the Blizzard Worldwide Invitational. (laughs) That was, I forgot that even existed. Uh, They quit doing that, but that was a thing. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever, but I mean, as far as Blizzard games, I think that's the longest, and this one's pushing it. Like, 2018 was now, what's that, four years ago? Five, Five, four years ago? 2018, 19, 21, 22. It's four years, but I feel like they were alluding to this well before the announcement. Like, I don't think think that they were doing a mobile game. People were disappointed at the reception, but I think there was talk of it beforehand. Was there? I don't remember. Maybe. Maybe well, like wrong. anything, they don't announce it or show anything until they're far along. So you're right that it was probably in development for a few years. But if you go from just official announcement to release, I feel like Diablo 3 holds the crown. But they're about to lose that crown to either Immortal or freaking uh, Overwatch 2 might be in that boat soon, sooner than later. Because Overwatch 2 was also announced in 2018. Okay, let me reframe it. It's probably the longest developed mobile game. Maybe. Like, that's yeah. true because who cares really like yeah, yeah. ship it is kind of the motto of mobile games yeah right like you got to get your wordle out now they're not going to make money a year from now like, 
get, get, get your wordle quote out today like yeah. that shit needs to be finished i love that um, somebody was it you bo yeah you were tweeting and said somebody needs to get on Oc turtle or whatever and oh it, that was a fun rabbit hole yeah. i was like yeah. it was sam jane um who was like so i'm like oh, i did i did i did a nurdle i heard about a nurdle on kotaku oh, or something yeah. i was like oh Jesus. i did a nurdle and then she was like oh by the way there's quartal and i was like oh shit that's quadra crack yeah all right let's do that one yeah and then i was like you know i was saying i should um rush out and make octurtle i thought i was making a joke scott's like oh yeah it exists yeah. and i was like I was like what <laughs> and i will bad. say yeah. i find quartal to be actually pretty legitimately fun quartal's good Quartal's people like good. it yeah octurtle could be good too it's just they can't fit it all on one screen and i don't feel like yeah. scrolling up and down to yeah. same all my they gotta do some ui things with it too because you know their their ui yeah. will be like yeah there's no a's and you're like every word has an a in it why are you telling me there's no I a's find in it? the quartal functions better too because in wordle if you type the word in you have to press enter for to say sorry not a word yeah. but that one will actually highlight it red before you press enter which yeah. is just Quality of life. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. The Quartal life. people know what they're doing. I think it might be better than Wordle. New York Quirtle. Times, you done messed up. You bought the wrong game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Wordle's way better. Quartal is funny because it's it's like a dark horse. Uh, it's a dark horse in this race. And no one thought one of these copycatter things would do anything. And Quartal's actually mm. taken over my my realm of friends and family that are playing. They're all playing Quartal now. Yeah, so. I had to remind my wife to play Wordle. She reminded me, hey, I want to play Quartal today. Yeah. And I can win against her in Quartal, which is another big bonus because, you know, I always The other lose. bonus to Quartal is that, it, depending on the people, but, like, it's harder to post on social media. Yeah. Like, the big thing with Wordle yeah. is you, it made a fun little blo- Tetris grid on yeah. your timeline. Uh, I tried posting it like my Quartal, and I needed two tweets, and it still looked all distracted. <laughs> like, I was like, here's, here, here we go, here's my spam. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I just did it for a joke, but like, no one's posting two tweets worth of blogs. No. Like, no. I did notice today the somebody who I usually, who I follow and who does often put their Wordle score up, put up one that was like, wait, that doesn't look right. And then I realized what they'd done. They'd made a Ukrainian flag out of the dots, but done them the colors of the flag there. They're like, it's like, mm, into that's, or whatever. Cool. that's cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. He goes, here's my, here's my world score. And it was just like this perfect flag shape. It's kind of nice. Um, but someone in the, oh, Wraith 80 or Wraith 86 in the chat says BR Quartal, meaning battle Royale Wordle rather that exists. It's already out. It's already a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe Octortal isn't the one. That I want does the Wordle it. MMO. Yeah. That's what we, Yes. So how would that work? Um, Man Crick's wife, pick a word that describes her, and then you got to get her. I mean, what do you do? How do you play? Yeah, guess where she is. River. (laughs) I played the D&D version of D&D. Dirtle? I don't I don't know what it was called, but somebody posted <laughs> it in our Slack and I played it where you have to guess the monster based on the stat array. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, I saw that. There's one for Hearthstone too. Oh, I think squabble. Squabble is what it is for the Battle Royale. You're right. That's the one. Zer- and there's, there's there's also Ludal where it's nothing but Wor- rude words, words, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you How if you it? guess a normal word, it's like eh, normal word. Get out of here. Yeah. Bad guess. Uh, <laughs> you have to write lewd words and like the word i did it once and the word i didn't even know what it was i hadn't even heard of it i can't remember what it was too now there's some copyright um, lawyer i just found an article where a copyright lawyer is thinking of suing um now would be the new york times because they own it they're going to sue them because it's like the game lingo which is yeah that's why my wife beats me because she played that game and she got insanely good at it 
So she comes in and she's like, okay, my guess is like something in resin. And I'm like, what are you guessing? Resin? Like, that's your friend. And she's like, yes, it's a very good opener. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't know I was playing against a friggin' Dota champ on this game every day. <laughs> like, I thought you were the math nerd. Like, which, so she loves Nerdle too. Yeah. Like, Bo. Yeah, Nerdle's great. Bo, I think, introduced her to that. And I'm so mad about it. I know, that's I just, that's math equations. You have to guess. I, it's a guess the math metal. math equation. I'm sorry, I just witnessed what Bo put on our our Discord just now. I hadn't seen this. <laughs> that's that's yeah, a shocking. That's this a, whole time I can't stop looking at it because it's just been. It's there. a very shocking thing to see without knowing you're about to see that. That's really really. <laughs> that's why I put it there without saying anything. My gosh, it scared the hell out of me. It's not <laughs> this, uh, which is kind of uh, this is dumb because the reason I was looking in here is I was putting up this Loodle image, and the best someone could do is just write the word poopy in it. <laughs> poopy. But yeah, now that I've seen the lewdest thing possible above it, I don't even know why I posted it because yeah, that's my first lewd. word in Loodle was penis, and I got none of the letters. I was like, what's going on here, chat? I'm going to try something. This might get me in trouble. Hold oh, be careful. I'm going to be Scott. really oh, careful. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. What, well, John, you got the stream up, right? You got I mean, did show naked, I have the uh, stream up. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to do? Here you go. I got this. He did show red hot naked peppers last week. <laughs> yeah, he did. But <laughs> so he, there he, he is. stopped before it got to anything questionable. Now that this I'm looks sure like can handle it again. That just looks just like picture naked what's going Ryu. on down below. And that is the right thing. now you picture. Don't go further. You're if, getting too much. If crack, I inch it up, if I inch it up, you no, it's too much crack. Stop. All right, stop. We're done. Stop. No, you're getting dongle. You can't. You can't. Well, I, think, I think it's okay. I think he only showed a sliver of pixels. I think we're fine. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. A sliver I think we of pixels. In a court of law, I think it, it didn't show the form of a, a nude penis. Yeah, so. there were only about four pixels there that I didn't show. But uh, no, that's a horrible image, and I'll never get it out of my head. All right, uh, moving on. Let's talk it's about. Not that uh, it's not that bad. Oh, here's the it's, other weird. There's worse images. Let me tell you this weird thing I did. Oh, I don't have it down here. So I've been. Uh, I used to own a Game Boy Color. It was one of my favorite handhelds. Loved it. And my favorite game to play on the Game Boy Color was at that time was Mario Golf. And the reason I liked that game is because I could go at work when I worked in this office. I could go into the bathroom and sit there and play a whole round of golf, and then you know avoid work for an you know for twenty minutes or something. And it was great. And so I have a lot of fond feelings for Mario Golf, that iteration of it. I also happen to think that that might be one of the better golf games ever made. It's very good, very fun, has a whole like RPG mode as well as just let's go play regular ass golf. And it does so pretty elegantly for a machine that's pretty old. Like it's NES graphics, you know, it's nothing fancy. Um, I got a hankering the other day, so I fired it up again and I played Mario Golf in bed for like two hours and it was great. So that's, I just wanted to mention that one. It's a great game. Love. I think nice. uh, nice. I think it's a very good golf game. I think my favorite golf game is uh, Sid Meier Sim Golf. Did you ever play that? Oh yeah, the um, teaming up of Sid Meier and uh, what was the Sim guy's name? Um, uh, the other guy. Um, you, you know um, what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, right? it's just, um, he made he made the weird thing where you could make penises. That game. Um, Spore. Spore. Yeah. Yeah. What's oh my gosh! Will Wright. That's Will it. Wright. That's Jack it. Got it. Yep. Good job. Oh, uh, you Will can, Wright. Will Wright to you later. You can go play there. this right now. This is being. Uh, let's see. Sim Golf has it all. Play over the top courses. Sinbad. <laughs> they they have. Uh, you can download this game from a number of places. I don't know if that means it's actually available or if it's illegal still. But Spore? it's so good. No, Sim Sim Golf. Sid yeah, Meier's Sim Golf. Yeah, Sim Meier, Sim Golf. you're basically. 
don't even know how maybe to describe it's archive, it. Archive.org, maybe. It's an odd thing, this game. I remember thinking it was weird then. It is. It's weird, but it's strangely addictive. You basically, it's presented like a, a golf management sim, like running a golf course. Yeah. But then you can also play golf on it. It doesn't go into like a behind the back mode or anything. It's all like top down aiming your shots, but it's just got a lot of charm. Like all the characters talk, like you get pros like that just wander around and teach people how to golf. It's it's a cool. It shouldn't be yeah. as good as it is. It's just really good, though. I agree. I haven't enjoyed a game um, as much as that one until the Switch got a game at launch or maybe close to launch called Golf Story. I think that's a lot like a hybrid of this and Mario Golf, where there's like an RPG mode and there's kind of a club management aspect to it and all of that. But there's it's also you know crappy old graphics and stuff, which I like. Um, I don't know. Once in a while, I need a golf fix of some sort. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind playing sin golf today. This looks like a a great throwback. Look at this. Look at the look at the nice greens and everything. I would play this right now. Yeah. All right. Well, somebody in chat said uh, Lee Carvello's putting challenge. Did you see somebody made a flash version of that game? I never even saw it. Um, there's a sim golf demo on archive.org. Oh well, there you go. Archive's got a lot of stuff they're trying to preserve. So. You know, as opposed to pirating, they're preserving it. Uh, well, it's just the demo, weird. so I imagine that's shareware. Could be. So. Hot Shots Golf 2 was good, Tondra Ghost. I agree. I love that game. All right, moving on to next thing. Streets of Rage 4 on Game Pass. Scott, why are you playing that? Well, the fighting thing. I just got in a mood. And I'd played some Genesis version of this earlier, and I thought, well, how did that improve? How did Because 4 was nicely regarded when it came out. The reviews yeah, were really good. good reviews. It's like last year or something. And I thought, hey, let's, let's see a modern take on that. It's... 2D graphics, but super hyper animated and blah, blah, blah. It's very good. It's really, really good. Streets of Rage 4, if you like that kind of stuff, you know, a scrolling brawler of some sort, it's very true to the originals, but uh, very, very true to the originals, but very much its own thing. It's very beautifully done. Um, It's awesome. And it reminded me, I'm now going to share one of the greatest things ever. Hold on. I wish I'd had this ready. Just one second. I, I showed some people in TMS in the after show today. And it's uh, Streets of Rage 3 had a boss fight where the dude was the most flamboyantly, like, bad stereotype of a gay person I'd ever seen. Uh-oh. Um, and so I'm going to just play some of this. Let me skip ahead to where he, yeah, here he is coming out of his boat. You guys will see this in a second when it catches up. But just look oh at this guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, geez. It does. It's like... It's yeah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They went, they went well, I mean, over the top with that. Yeah. It's and by the way, looking like one of the village people. Yeah, it, it totally is. But you should hear him in the uh, thing. He's going. Eh, I, eh, burp, yeah. That's I mean, you would believe that South Park got the inspiration from Mr. Slave from this game. Yeah, from this guy. Like, exactly. It's 100 percent him in a fighting game. 100 <laughs> percent. You are correct. Now, I thought because a lot of the stuff, the visuals, characters, bosses in four are things that came out of these old games. And I have yet to see this guy. So I have a feeling they thought better of it and probably rightly that yeah, they shouldn't put I, that I guy in there. I would say that that would be the right call to yeah. not do this again. It's really dumb. The real crime here is the colors they picked for his outfit. Yeah, they're pretty bad. It's a bad True. combo. True. Uh, that is Mr. That's, Slave. That's Holy crap. Crime. 
All right. I now, played Streets of Rage 4, though, with Crofton. It's really good. It's good, right? It's good multiplayer. Yeah. yeah it's fun. It's a classic uh, fighting game. Yeah. And uh, it's I just, it. I love how animated it is. And even just like the, the idle animations when they're just kind of sitting there getting ready to fight. I love that kind of thing for some reason. That's always a high mark for I me. Heard, are they making another one, probably? Oh, maybe. This was well received. So I have a feeling that, that wouldn't surprise me. And I would play five. That'd be great. Uh, all right. Then then this is the hole I went down with fighting games. I won't take too long here. I played Street Fighter 3, Second Strike, or whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever. You know how they do iterations on Street Fighter games, and they call them Turbo yeah. or Hyper Fighting or whatever. It's like that. But basically 3. 3 is a really great old game, and it's not even that old. But it was the last 2D attempt they made before 4, and there was a big chunk of time between it. That was like 97. And they didn't make 8, or 4 rather, until 2008. 11 when was years. The Alpha series, though. Was the Alpha series between that? Alpha was before Street Fighter 3. So oh, you had okay. Alpha, or sorry, you had, you had one, which was dumb, two, all the iterations of two, <laughs> Alpha, funny. <laughs> the Alpha series, and then three was a, like a proper, like, here's the third. And then four came 10, 11 years after that, which is nuts. And four was huge. Uh, and then we have five, of course, uh, currently. Uh, so I played. That I played King of Fighters '98 on the Neo Geo. Well, I yeah. I emulated it, but that's where it originally was. Um, I played Fighters Mega Mix for the Sega Saturn. I played I played Super Super Street Fighter Puzzle or Super Puzzle Fighter. That's it. Oh, Puzzle Fighter is great. It's so like good. Puzzle Fighter. It's still good. It's so good. Played that on the SNES. Uh, last week and then i played or i downloaded tekken 7 again because i just wanted to remind myself if i like tekken 7 i actually kind of don't i don't think tekken was ever kind of my jam it's okay but it's not my favorite i think the story's better than the fighting that's a weird thing to say about a bad story but whatever the story in the tekken games is so stupid and amazing at the same time um i also played uh fatal the final fatal fury of the 2d era which i think was called Something of the Mark of the Wolf or something. I played that, another Neo Geo classic. I played Eternal. Uh, they called Eternal Heroes. Champions. No. Eternal, Eternal Champions, Champions on the Genesis. Yeah. Yep. I played that. And I played Street Fighter 2 a little bit and was sad about how it doesn't really look great anymore. And then um, one other one. Oh, a Capcom arcade game where you fought with giant mechs. And I forgot the name of it. Robo something. Very yeah, cool game. I know the one you're talking about. Can't you like knock limbs off yeah. necks and all that too? Yeah, yeah it's cool. badass. Um, so I just so kind of, and then I played play five games. Yeah, I played all these, and then I played five. Saw I saw Ryu's penis in a trailer. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> 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 that wasn't what I saw. In, in fact, the penis thing I didn't know till today. But the yeah. the controversy around five just got me to thinking. Well, I haven't checked back on a five. I already had it, so I just need to install it. And I played a bunch of it, and it's good. It's a really good fighting game. Like the systems are tight. Um, I don't know what people's big problem with that is. Oh, you know, one of the problems of that game is it says, hey, do you want to play Street Fighter 1, 2, 3, Alpha, blah, blah? And I think, oh, all the classics are here? No way. I load them up. No, they're just the stages and the characters from those games, but it's the modern game just playing it. So you're still Ryu from now in some old clothes. It's kind of weird. Oh, Yeah, that kind of bummed me out. I'm just looking up because I saw that the recent reviews were mixed. They are very mixed. It's mostly netcode problems and and how long it took them to fix it, because it took them, like, years. Oh, okay. They made... um, 
Four major issues according to this Redditor. Uh, yeah. Capcom made Street Fighter V a PS4 exclusive. For a while. Uh, they edited yeah. some animations to be less sexy, which yeah. is, of course, some people will bitch about that. Yeah, Capcom shipped the game without a story mode or arcade mode. True. To be shipped later. Uh, stability was poor, uh, including online, and they were going to oversaturate with DLC content. Yeah, and that's definitely yeah. true as well. They also, the story they did include now that's in there now is pretty bad. And I don't mean the story, it's the telling of it. We're used to Mortal Kombat changing the way story works in fighting games, and it's legit groundbreaking, right? Like, yeah. they have set a new bar for what I expect from a fighting game story. And actually, looks like this Dragon Ball thing looks like more akin to that. No? It's not. <laughs> well, I don't mean it's good. I mean, it's they're taking Mortal they're Kombat doing, is kind of one of a kind, I think. I yeah, think. I agree. But I mean, what, what, like, I'm, what I'm it's saying It's like is, a movie. It's like I get a movie with my game. It's a really stupid, ridiculous but totally cool movie. But like, at least, you know. at least in the Dragon Ball example, you're you're at least having scenes, cut scenes of interaction. Right, and dialogue. there are cut scenes. It does boil down to like there's weird clones of us to explain why you're going to fight the same characters over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. But I mean, they tried. You could say that they sure. put in an effort. Well, and so this is my the reason I don't like the Street Fighter one. They do one with hand-drawn static images between fights. So you have these beautifully yeah. 3D animated fighting. And then you got Ryu not looking at all like his in-game character. All drawn out anime style going, oh, Ken, do you think we should fight anymore? We shouldn't fight anymore. It's like a lot of just bad animatic, not even... It just feels like half-assed second... second you know, last second kind of idea that they just had to pr- provide something and they barely did anything. And I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I also played Soul Calibur on a Dreamcast emulator. I played. Oh, I own that. <laughs> uh, what else? I think that might be it. That might be all the fighting Soul games. Soul Calibur is great, but yeah. I, I'm a Soul Calibur 2 person. Soul Calibur 2 is pretty freaking good. I like all of them. I like the new one. They're all good. Yeah. Yeah. Played that. Yeah, I made all really of good. our. There will be Dungeons characters in that made him fight. I remember that. They all looked really cool, too. I forgot they had that awesome... That's the one I didn't play. I should have installed that instead of Tekken, because Tekken just lets hey, me down. Geralt's in that, too. You can even play as Geralt. Yeah. yeah. And I know people love... I I don't want emails about Tekken. Tekken is a venerable series, deserves all its accolades. It's just never been my... It just doesn't... Something doesn't connect for me. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't work for me. But anyway, so there you go. That was the deep dive I took. I almost played that dinosaur fighting game on the snes genesis called primal rage primal rage i almost fired up primal rage in one and two and i didn't do it but i almost did so there's that clay fighter oh chat room you're getting me excited i'm in the mood killer right instincts. now Play yeah. killer instinct on the snes yeah and craft track we just talked about eternal champions that game actually kind of holds up it's not bad there's not enough fighters there's only like six dudes but um those games are great uh, so anyway, I'm in a mood right now and I kind of am tempted to check out that Guilty Gear game. I don't want to spend 60 bucks on it though. So what I think I'm going to do instead is game pass this Goku shit and do that. I'm so stoked. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. John, you're still playing. You're not, not going to last long. As soon as the first <laughs> uh-huh happens. I'll let you guys know because those those games, those the Japanese fighting games are full of that sort of stuff and I can deal with it. Sure. Especially yeah. if I can just do like a ladder battle. That's all I want or some multiplayer. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. I, um, I mean, I you will find the lobby system annoying like because it's little chibi versions of the characters running around. You have to run up to people and be like, I want to do 
story mode. I want to do trial. Yeah. And you're just running around as like a little anime. <laughs> I think you might have triggered thing. Scott. You said the word chibi. chibi. Yeah. And yeah. so I think you're going to, if you can get through that though, I think you'll be fine. All right. I'll see what, I'll see what I think of that. Actually, it doesn't sound that bad. Um, it's good. The other it's, thing is we have a, charming. Chibi. we have a big retrospective on Monday's play retro. We're going to talk about the history of Bomberman. And every ah Bomberman get really good game, amazing really games. good game. Some of I them played to four players on SNES with the family. It was oh a family yeah, game. Yeah, two on the SNES was really amazing. The Saturn game was incredible. If you could find ten friends, because you could play ten people in there, and they all had controllers, it was amazing. Are uh, you gonna talk about Robo Warrior? Yes, we'll talk or about does that. It not go that deep. We're gonna. Oh no, we're definitely bringing that up, and we're bringing up. I found you know that night we were on here. I think I found that Joust game that you could play MMO Joust, and we all were mm-hmm. in there for a while. I found a Bomberman game called Bomber. I'm sorry, Game of Bombs. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's a good name. Gameofbombs.com, and it's a giant stretched out thing with hundreds of Bombermen doing Bomberman shit. Wait, it's, is it a Bomberman MMO? Yeah, but it's not licensed. Yeah, it's massively, someone making massively it. multiplayer online. Yeah. Isn't that oh, great? shit. I'm favoriting this. I, oh you need God. to, dude. It's actually pretty good. I played a bunch. It's very good. I, I have. I got I got um, the Switch Bomberman for my birthday. Oh, nice. Um, I played a little bit of it. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, so, but this looks, oh, my. I'm just stoked you're talking about Robo Warrior, because first of all, nobody really knows that that's tied to Bomberman. Like, yeah. that's usually a surprise, and that game holds just a special place for me, because it's one of the first and only games where me and my mom sat down and played that game together. Yeah. And it was just the two of us. We just played that game a ton. I love Robo Warrior. It's such a weird thing. It is a very uh, weird thing. I'm actually pulling it up right now so people can see it. Robo Warrior was, a lot of people thought it was a huge mistake. I think it's an interesting experiment. It's it's a hard game. It's a weird game. It is not like Bomberman at all. The yeah. music's really cool, though. I yeah. do like the music a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, um, I have that on Genesis. Looks like here. By no, the way, this, this is... game of bombs.com. I, I'm like, you just go to the site, and I'm I'm observing the match. There's, it's oh yeah, you can watch it. I'm not creating an account. I'm just I'm just watching. Yeah. There's so many. This is an endless Bomberman level. Yeah. And they and it's I'm, not bad. It looks the graphics are good and all that stuff. It's good. I can't believe how. Oh no, it loops. I'm seeing the same names. Okay, it does like an it does a Pac Man thing? Yeah, a little bit. But you yeah. can you can. I watched a match. It put me in one where I could watch actual people play and I saw their names. And but stuff. there there are people there are people playing this game. People who aren't trying to do content for a podcast or something in this game playing just because it's fun. Yeah, I'm like that's that's crazy. It's pretty great. Um, anyway, I I got into that and I've been playing every one I can get my hand on. I played the Genesis version. I played all the SNES versions. There's a one called Quest, which I didn't even know existed. Um, Bomberman Quest was basically oh, yeah. Hey, we're making a. Why isn't this closing? Oh, there we go. Uh, a Bomberman Quest is basically a um like Zelda game but with Bomberman and there's leveling up and there's gear and there's it's not bad it's good I had fun with it um the one that surprised me the most was probably the DS games they're really hard but they're fun Bomberman's badass is what I'm getting yeah. at and um I even played Bomberman 93 for the Turbo Graphics this week oh wow yeah we're trying all of them so that'll be uh we'll talk more about that on play retro we don't have to talk about it here john you're still playing final fantasy of course i popped it on a stream had a great time comparing dragons it was great yeah i tried um, to sell you on some dragon beef that was super fun and, and you sold me on one it was awesome but it turns out it's not theirs it's somebody else's dragon right 
Well, I sold you on. I feel like I sold you on two. Oh, that's uh, true. There was the yeah. first one I showed you where you fight under its legs, and you you thought that one was okay. That was a cool. But dragon. yeah, the the so I did get Scott to really really love a dragon in Final Fantasy, yeah. but I knew it was a bad suggestion. I listened to the chat on it. And I caved because I knew he was going to like it, <laughs> but I also knew he was going to latch onto the caveat, which is he really, really likes the dragon that's the crossover with Monster Hunter. Yeah. So it's technically not even a Final Fantasy dragon. Yeah. It's a Monster Hunter dragon. But he's like, that one's really good. That yeah. one I really like. Yeah, that one was so, rad. I thought that thing looked really cool. And, yeah, uh, it's not a Final it's Fantasy. It's not Final Fantasy. It's just mm. a dragon in Final Fantasy. Maybe I should be playing Monster Hunter. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. that's my problem. Dragon. Beef. Well, anyway, we had that was fun. I was really having a good time watching that. But since then, uh, Final Fantasy Five, no six is out yeah you're doing that yeah so just real quick i uh i played more final fantasy 14 lost ark and no man's sky nothing really to say except i know last week i said it sounded like i was done with lost ark and i just can't stop playing that game mm. uh, which is a testament to how well it plays because every time i'm like i am not really having fun with this game i gotta stop I'm like, what if I just loaded Lost Ark and just fought some stuff? Because that would be fun. Mm -hmm. So I I just can't quit it, even though I kind of want to. Um, (laughs) I put it this way. I I put it for my section, but we'll just say it now since we're on the topic. For me, Lost Ark, it's like a relationship where the sex is good, but I know I have to break up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I really should break up. And then it's like, you know, getting into bed. You're like, well, maybe later. You know, like yeah. that. It's yeah, that's, yeah, it's what it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's compatibility issues. I can see into the future. It's not good. You know, the longer I leave it, the worse it gets. But, well, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And, and you know, that's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a very good analogy. And that's what I did. I basically was like, well, Elden Ring comes out soon. And uh, that'll get me off of it. Right. And you I try, it's your rebound. Going. Yeah. It's your rebound. Like, I was thinking the same way. I'm like, hopefully Elden Ring makes me forget about this game. And I'm like, that's rebound talk. That's where, that's where I thought of it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah. is it, is it, um, I mean, I just cannot, I don't know why I cannot get into it. And I don't know why. The sex is good. The gameplay is good. The rest of it's shit. And your tolerance for that um, <sighs> may vary. If you're, if you, you know, if you're like Jerry Seinfeld and you find yourself in that situation, it's hard to get out. But some people look at that and go like, I'm not going to take time going down this road because I see that the compatibility issues right from the onset and will make a wise decision to say, you know, oh, the sex would be so great, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I know this is going to end poorly, so I'm not even going to start. Where John and I were like, thanks, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kind of that analogy just like holds up 100%. It's kind of like, like, I'm sure you look at it, Scott, and you're like, yeah, man, ARPG. Everyone says it's good, but you're like, you know what? I know there's going to be, uh-huh, and I've got a treat for you uh, later, or we can do it now. Uh, people are gonna people are gonna make weird Japanese sounds, and yeah. I don't mean that in a racist way. It's just their no. media tends to have the sounds that yeah. Scott's not a fan of. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's there's pay to win stuff. There's all kinds of it's a it's a big knowledge investment learning the systems, right? So mm-hmm. It's an MMO. It yeah. has that deepness, and you may not just be in the mood to, to get into that. So no, I get it. I, I part of it. I think part of it. I figured it out the other day, and I could be wrong about this, but it feels like the, the missing itemized loot is what's maybe doing it. Yeah. Or co- yeah. cause yeah. me a problem. Compatibility issue. You like loot. Yeah. She doesn't. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, now yeah. you're in. Now, but you don't like loot. What are you gonna do? You gotta break up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> but then she's like, "Ooh, look at her and her skimpy thing luring me around the house." Like, we're sticking with your analogy here of the sex. Yeah, yeah. it's the analogy. Yeah. It, oh, it I thought you were talking about the armor in the game. <laughs> there are women who date guys who are like, "The sex is good," but like, God, he's such a idiot. You know, but that's the trope in movies. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think. I mean, that's how I feel, and I think that's how John feels too. Which yeah. is why you're talking about it, like. I need to stop playing this, but I just kind of keep playing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, we're comfortable with each other. It's yeah. That I get it. I just, it takes that, a while to get started, but then once you're in, you're like, it's fun. I don't use loot though. That's actually a description of how long the game takes to launch, but I can see with that analogy, it might have been understood. Just being in games like Diablo where stuff's falling on the ground all the time, and I'm having to always go, ooh, look at all this and pick up all this gold, and that new sword is better than the one I got. And, I miss yeah, that. It doesn't have a lot of that. Yeah, I miss that. Uh, I also, I did try to play the new Cyberpunk 2077 patch, yep. and that game still runs like crap on my computer. And I can get it to run well. Like, I just have to toggle the right settings. But in order to do that, the first go around with Cyberpunk, I had to pull up a whole article on what to turn off, what to turn <laughs> on. And I didn't feel like doing that. And so I just went, nope. And I uninstalled it. So I have seen nothing of their new patch because the game still ran like shit. They didn't change that much. I didn't put it on my list, but I actually logged in too at my end game. There's just some apartments and new cars in there. <laughs> I love like it. I love it's not this. a big patch. Yeah. It's not a big patch. It's an amazing PR statement that we just got from Bo about this this fantastic new change to the game. Eh, they got some apartments, a, a couple new cars. Yeah, that's the, no, that's about what they added, like graphical improvements, bug fixes, and all that stuff. But there's nothing. You know, you're not missing anything. You're not like, holy shit, I need to check out this new content. I feel like it should be running fine on his 2080, though, John. I don't know why it would be running not great. I have a a 2070, but it it doesn't run well. I don't know. It should still run okay. It should be okay. I I mean, the problem is um, is that NVIDIA was like, NVIDIA was like, hey, this is what the settings should be. And they did their thing where they set it, and I think they set it too high. Are you playing with ray Uh, tracing on or off? I think it turned it on. I think ray tracing takes a hit, and then the, what is it? The DLL, DLSS, or some, DLSS, or some other new yeah. feature that also, or UHD, maybe. Like there's there's a few more modern features that are pretty taxing, even though it's yeah. capable. And and that's what I mean is like I could have gotten it there. Like I know I have because even before they did all their fixes and changes and all of that to make it run better, I was able to play it. I've played the game. I yeah. just didn't want to go through figuring it out. So oh, I was just I like, see. nah, I'm not interested. Because right. you gonna. could spend that time, <laughs> you could spend that time, you know, not getting any loot in Lost Ark. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. That time could be better spent. Sure. Uh, so what I did play, and I played yesterday on stream, and it was amazing, was Final Fantasy VI, the pixel remaster that just came out. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have never, I, what I basically learned on stream was that I have never played Final Fantasy VI. Oh. Because I, I knew I had started it before. And I was like, I know you're in the snow, you're in a big Magitek armor, you got Biggs and Wedge right there with you. And they were still with me when I stopped playing. And when I actually like played the game, I was like, oh, they're like out of this story like within 10 minutes. So I've never I haven't played 10 minutes of this game ever, apparently. Um, Weird. And you thought you had. You are pulling up some odd video choice for this. That is not the right game or language. It says it's. uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> that is not it at all. Is this yeah. not it? Oh. Maggio, Maggio Bianco and Maggio Nero. Oh. <laughs> this is not the right game. This is you know, it. at 12 it's not the right right, uh, Final Fantasy <laughs> 6, right? <laughs> Hold on. 6. Pixel Remaster. This has How to be. How about this? How about I send you video? Oh, I found you it. Can, you I can just it. be like, no, hey. I'm good. I got it. Is it? It's not oh. you playing, is it? I'd watch. Yeah, it's it. me playing it, and then then people will be like, oh, he does play it because yeah, yeah. Me. Show show off our streams. Yeah. yeah, I really. You know what? Right here's there. the other thing. If I'm gonna watch anybody play Elden Ring, it'll be one of you guys. I'm not watching. Oh, why did I do else. the studio link? Is that gonna? Is that weird? What does that do when you click it? I don't. Oh, you sent me a thing. Studio link. I put it in the chat, which was maybe oh. not a. Oh. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at Ryu's well, wiener. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, studio is your studio. You're, you can't log into that. So, oh, yeah. I can't see it. Okay. Hold on. Well, good. That means nobody can uh, get in and edit my video. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> while I get this link. Uh, here it uh, is. Final I'm, Fantasy VI is really, really good. Yeah. It's running now in here. So it's, so tell me, remind me, this is the one that never got came here or did come no, here? No, it came here. It, it did. Was super NES. It was the big Super NES. One and only Super NES. Uh, oh, wait, that's not it true. Was, uh, the three. It was three in the uh, in the but U.S. This was a major event. This was the big major game before Final Fantasy VII. Like this is what came before, and this itself was a monstrous release. I kind of like, want to play this. When I played this, I was like, "Look at the graphics! Look at parallax scrolling! Holy shit!" Yeah. You know, like it was. It, it this is like about as full featured an RPG as you could hope for at the time of its release. Well, I'm a I'm a fan of that era's look, so I would I actually kind of want to play it is that weird should i play it it's no good. you it's should good. play it it's it's solid like usually as i've been going through these um you know this being my sixth final fantasy i have uh i've kind of just gotten to this place where you know i do about two hours on a stream and then i call it and like that's that's kind of been what i've been doing mm-hmm. and this was one of the first times where i was like i really don't want to end this and then thinking about it today i was like i want to play more of that like I was actually a little bit bummed that we had to come and record because it meant that I wasn't going to be streaming tonight because <laughs> I was like, I'm really enjoying it. Like the music is really good. The atmosphere Music's is really great. good. Um, I'm really enjoying the characterization um, of everybody. Like it's got a lot of personality on the characters and stuff. So uh, it's so far it's nailing it. And I'm starting to see why this is one of the ones that are held in such high esteem. I mean, when people talk about the best, uh, rpgs on the super nintendo it's this and chrono trigger that get talked about and so uh i'm starting to see that and i'm i'm really really digging it so this Um, version that i just brought up here locally i'm running an emulation version of it it is called so it's so it is three if you're playing the snes version that's the one okay all right i'm i recognize that intro it's like iconic the storm and everything dude i might play that why That's not? Really cool. I'll play it on my Amber. I mean, bed. it's neat seeing you put this up because once again, the thing I will say about the pixel remaster is that it looks the way like I'm playing this and I'm not feeling like I'm playing a modern game. Yeah. And that's how I felt about all of them so far. And the ones that I played a lot more of, I'm like, yeah, this is how it looked. This is exactly how it looked. But then you pull up the old thing and I'm like, Oh wait, no, it did look different. Yeah. How weird. Well, for, you know, first the one of all, thing you'll be missing screen. from that is the auto battling. Like it's going to take you eighty hours. Like this game for me, I think it was an eighty hours or more complete. Oh. It's a long game. The auto battler 
the auto battler might be the difference in 2022 when you're like i can't devote that amount of time to this kind of a game so yeah also the action bars in this game go so slow like that was the thing i was shocked by is like right now on the screen uh when they were going up just now yeah that's with the speed up that's with the fast forward going oh wow and that's about what on the previous final fantasies it would move at by default not even sped up like i don't i don't know why they made that decision but i think um, it gets pretty hectic because i know uh, isn't it saban you you have to put combos in like one of the guys special moves (laughs) is you put like you put fighting game combos in to launch the moves every time so i think it's a little spaced out because there's a bit of mini game once you get a wider array of heroes yeah and i i failed that the first time i was like yes use your cool attack and then all of a sudden it the screen just goes and he fails it and i was like what did i do it was like you got to use your combos yeah um but it's, castle. it's really it's really really good i'm having a, a fantastic time with it and you know i i'm getting why people love this yeah. one so much this in my mind this is the second best final fantasy and it's one of the Final Fantasies where you really started to be like, this soundtrack is like out of this world. Mm. Like, mm. It, yeah, it's I really, still love really the look soundtrack. of it. It's a cool look for a SNES title. I played a game that reminds me of this the other day, uh, just checking out stuff I'd never heard of. Do you guys remember a game called Tr- uh, Robo Trek? Do I have any memory deep for either of you? A SNES Robo game? Robo Trek. Yeah, it's a it's a JRPG, but you. Some people think it predated, or it's the thing that inspired the Pokemon games, um, because you built robots and then sent the robots out in balls, and then the balls would pop open and they would fight. In fact, if you hadn't played Pokemon, you'd think that this came after Pokemon, because it, or sorry, if you'd only played Pokemon, you'd think this came after it, because it feels very Pokemon, but, you know, robots instead of creatures, but it's, it actually came before I don't know if anyone played that. It's a crazy, no, I never crazy cool it. game. This looks, this looks wild. Yeah, though. it's neat. I like I like playing. I, I didn't get super far, but I played enough to get a taste of it. Um, it's got some issues in terms of the combat system. It's kind of okay and has a weird mix of real time and not. But but the uh, the overworld stuff was, I, I don't know, it's just fun to look at. It looked really good. I'll tell you what's weirding me out about it is on the box art for it. It says another great RPG from Enix. And it's a reminder that Square and Enix used to be separate entities making their own games and not a word you just said together. Yep. And you see it and you're like, you guys messed up on your word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's the other thing is it did have that, that legacy of being from that, you know, whatever all those teams are in in those beginning years. So I guess Enix made, RPGs, Square made RPGs, and then what? They just merged and said, let's yeah. make them together? Enix was the Dragon Quest people. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Uh, so Dragon Quest was under Enix, and Final Fantasy was under Squaresoft. Well, here's and, some of the... Uh, that's right. There was no Enix back then. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. Well, so here we got... Check out this great dialogue from that game. Hello, I'm Mint. Rumor has it the mayor spends all his time with his new secretary. The end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun game. I played a whole bunch of that. All right. Um, okay, well, good. Where else are we here, John? Oh, uh, Elden Ring. Is that it? Uh, oh, and I'm going to be playing Elden Ring tonight. I'm looking forward to that. I feel like we didn't talk much about <laughs> beyond just like, hey, difficulty modes. But I think the thing I'm I'm really excited about with this game is e- even when I played Dark Souls, which is probably the From Software game I like the most, yeah. I've always known a lot about of about them going in, mm-hmm. you know, either from watching streams or watching other people play or, you know, whatever osmosis. Somehow I just know things. I know almost nothing about Elden Ring. I've seen 
a boss fight and not even like to completion. I've just seen somebody fighting a boss. I haven't seen any of the trailers. I haven't read anything about the game. I know it's open world. And I saw a tweet from somebody saying you might want to have a pen and paper to write your own, uh, you know, like your no notes. reminders. Markers. Yeah. yeah. Quest markers. Uh, like that's basically everything I know about Elden Ring besides like back of box stuff like George R. R. Martin, you know, did some writing for it and stuff like that. So I'm really excited going in knowing so little about the game and just being able to discover it. So that's that's probably the most exciting thing for me yeah. at this point. So you're streaming it tonight? I think so. I think I am going to stream it. So I'm I'm streaming it tomorrow night. So oh, we have all right. You to watch tonight, and I'm sure we'll both be online playing tomorrow, but I'm going to crack it open tomorrow night on my stream. Too. I think I may watch you guys play for a bit. That will tell me whether I will know from that what I want to do. Unless yeah. somebody, unless my own kind of sugar daddy shows up and says, here's a code, play the game, then I'll play it for sure. But if that doesn't happen, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Well, because I have, I mean, I've heard from people that like, yeah, this game's getting a lot of perfect scores and all of that. And it's phenomenal for the people that are going to like it. But I have heard the phrase, if you don't like Dark Souls type games, this isn't going to change your mind, which you traditionally haven't liked. But I still think you might if it's the right formula. Like, I don't. I think you believe that you hate these games no matter what. I think the right version of this game could win you over. So yeah. I would be curious to see. What I you would think. be very curious. I mean, I haven't played any of the Metal Gear Solids, and those were all tens. You know, yeah. I played the first one and the second one, but not three, four, and five, which were, you know, you'll live. It's okay. You know what? I don't even care. <laughs> I just realized that this is the thing with all of those games, all those from software games. I don't care that they're hard. It isn't hard that's the problem. It's that. Give you know what? If the only difference they gave me was let me save before big encounters, basically let me save scum the game. Uh, good enough. That's all I'd need. Because when I get to a big encounter or a boss, I'd love to figure that puzzle out and die a bunch of times trying. Let me reload right out in front of the gate. Not run way the hell back here. Go get my shit again. Worry about lost XP. F that. I hate that. Let me save. That's it. Let me save. All right, moving on. Hey, Bo. Oh, hi there. We've talked hey, about everything okay. except this Valheim. So, oh, you want me to play this Valheim clip? What is this? What do we got here? No, no, hang on. Okay, so it, well, you can do that now if you like. It's a Lost Ark clip, but it's for you. Okay. Um, it's mainly for the audio, so okay, go so ahead and click that audio. and share it with the podcast. All right, let me bring it up. Hold on. It's a clip from Twitch. Uh, it's, a, it's a Twitch clip of my stream uh, <laughs> playing Lost Ark. It's something that happened that made me think you might enjoy. All right. Uh, and just make sure to crank it up real loud. I get it nice and loud. Let me get the screen ready here. Okay. We're going to turn up volume. We got it maxed. All right. I hate the clip start with volume off by default. I hate that. All right. Here we go. Enjoy. I don't hear anything. You have to press play. I did. Oh, on? sorry. I'm, there's a delay. No, there's something Why are you not hearing anything? I don't know. I don't hear it either. I, I, I want it. to hear this sound from my ears. I heard it before. Let me refresh. Something's, something's, oh, there we go. <laughs> Filthy pirates, we're here to stop you. Why is there, this clip is effed. Hold on. Okay, world, world, stay with me. Stay with me, world. What, what, okay. what the hell's going on? I'm going to fix, I don't know. My browser's being weird. I don't think it's you. So I'm going to try this one more time. Hopefully it okay. didn't mute it. Like Crank a, it up. DMCA issue. Oh, weird. So I have a mod, because it's, it's kind of quiet. And I have a mod that oh. lets me adjust volume. Oh, uh, 
anywhere. Okay. Here. Yeah. Uh, I have a mod that lets me adjust volume, and it's not working. So here we go. Without the mod. <laughs> Filthy pirates! We're here to stop you! Yeah! We're here! Huh? 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 Are you kidding me? I have to share this with Scott. <laughs> Why? What? You keep listening. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Hooray. Yeah. Thanks. Impressive. Amazing. <laughs> we must take our savior <laughs> to the chief. Let's go. Uh, oh, we gotta get. We gotta. I, Scott, someone, can someone hit the clip button yeah. and just say okay, that? Scott's That's that so bad. I thought maybe there was some more breathing because some, sometimes the characters, like there was um. Conan or Geralt the Barbarian is an NPC in one of the later things. Yeah. There's a guy that looks like Geralt, but he also looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the <laughs> Barbarian. And like the, at one point, they're taken in prisoner, and he has to walk across the screen until he's off the screen dramatically. And the whole time, he's going, like they, they there's like seven sound files that play. Like just walk off the screen. No one. It's like he's getting. I don't know, pleasured or something as he's walking <laughs> off the screen. But anyways, oh, on the Lost Ark front, I wanted to share that clip with you because it's an important aspect of Lost Ark to remember that this is an anime-ass game. And there are moments like this where I'm the Kokomo and I'm hanging out with the Makokos and they're going, hey! <laughs> and that's an example of, of how just bad it can get. So, that's you know. really bad. That's I, I thought I knew you'd have something there. But that's I didn't a whole island. Be. That's a whole zone with those guys. Oh, gosh. Really? It's cool because the dungeon, you shrink down to a little their size and yeah. then you, you're fighting on a pirate's table like crows and the pi- captain's parrot and stuff like that dungeon's pretty cool when you shrink down and you're like on a table and there's giant books and stuff it sounds but like minish cap or something the makokos suck like they're the worst they you know they're like hello we're little people oh my god <laughs> you, and their other names are patasta and moki moki and like they like there's a uh, patasta is one of them and um they're actually kind of awesome but like malulu like it's just it's basically variations on the waluigi school of naming like or you know, I was like Malulu and Patastan. Anyways, I hate it. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're talking about games I've played. So let's let's get into it. Lost Ark. Now I've hit the hundred and ten hour mark on this game. So I've already said I think what I think about it. Sex, you know, as in a nutshell, sex is good, but compatibility issues are there, and this is one of those issues. Um, but there's a few other things. Um, I think the other analogy I had is you know it's like ordering something that Chef Ramsay cooked for you, but he put a scoop of diarrhea on it. And he said, no, you got to eat it. And you're like, you want to take the diary off. Um, you know, just a scoop, a Hershey's kiss, like not a big one, but he's like, it's part of the flavor. And you're like, you know, it's bad. A cup and of I diarrhea. Think, so like, Man. here's the thing. Um, later on, you have eight abilities and sweet. Later on, you, uh, you unlock an awakening skill, right? Yeah. Um, guess what? The awakening skill takes ammo. So the awakening skill is on a five minute cooldown, which with a certain thing you could probably reduce to two minutes, 30 seconds. And in certain cases has a lower cooldown, blah, 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 blah. But no one said this. So you have to get a resource type in order to cast the awakening skill. And that kind of, that kind of sent me off. You know, I was like, this is my ability. Like, and it's not like it requires ammo just for my character. It's an in-game resource that you have to, Someone in my chat room said it only costs 250 silver to buy them. I haven't confirmed that personally, but I'm going to assume that's true. 
even if it's true, it's like what's it's like the whole you know an Overwatch. A team sat down and got together and said, "We don't need to have ammo pouch that you have to refill. Yeah. What's the point?" Yeah. So imagine you're uh, you're dealing with a game design company that is the opposite. They're like, "Oh no, we must have an annoying thing to put in the game because that's the game we're making." Like that's like because nobody wants an ammo pouch on an ultimate ability. Like nobody asks for this. Nope. This is terrible. And after a hundred hours, I'm beginning to see that there's a lot of artificial time sinks put into specifically traveling because the quest content's not that good and getting things done requires a lot of movement. Um, you know, I was really complaining in Lutera, even though it has some great moments and stuff after every like three quests, you had to portal back and talk to Prince thyroid just to go (laughs) walk back and talk to Prince thyroid. It's like this game does actually have cell phones in one of the continents and also, I'm the King's Knight. Just send a messenger. I'm not going, why do I got to go back every three quests and talk to Prince Thyroid? Like, just just let me keep gaming. And then it sort of hit me like, it's because there's not a lot of substantial game. There's not a lot of high-quality game that we're, we're, we have filler content. That's why I say sex is good. The tell, fighting is good. Tell me that guy's real name is Thyroid in the game. Is that no, true? No, it's, it's pretty close. It's, it's Thyroid. Prince Thyroid, okay. but I call him Prince Thyroid. That's awesome. It's because it's funny. Um, but... You know, and anyways, um, you know, there's lots of little things. That's why I say it's a compatibility issue because you have this great relationship. It's a lot of fun. But then you notice, you know, maybe the per- person doesn't always shit in the toilet and there's a bit on the side. And you're like, that's great if they want to be like that. But I just don't think I can spend my life with someone that misses the toilet sometimes, you know? Wow. And, 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 you know, then other things start to add. You're like, well, okay, I'm being harsh. Like, Sure. You know, but then then more happens. And, um, you know, I went through the engraving system. It's hugely complicated. But that even for me wasn't a deal breaker and the pay to win wasn't a deal breaker. But the travel times on things, it's starting to get egregious, like the sheer amount of like just busy work that isn't good gameplay. It isn't rewarding. Like I spent 100 hours in Valheim shopping trees. I'll happily chop trees to like drop dead and think that's good gameplay content. But right. a game that's like, oh, get all the Makoko seeds, find them all, visit every rapport NPC every day till you get their reputation bars up. And, you know, reputation bars are what sent me off of World of Warcraft. It's like it's pretty much that here, too. So I'm getting to the point where it's kind of a little hard to stop playing because the game is fun. But I can't really recommend this game. <laughs> uh, and it pains me to say it. I can't. I think this is an avoid. Mm. I think this is, at the end of the day, heartbreak or regret. And I think that often happens with games that are good but have this in there where it's hard to do the math because you're like, I'm having fun and I, I want to play it, but I feel I feel a little bit regretful playing some of it. Like Again, the story content's not good. The, and I've done chaos dungeons now in Guardian Reigns. Yeah. Guardian Raids, those are fun. Those, like that end game content is pretty fun. But at the same time, like you said about the items, the item stuff, not yeah, having the item game. Yeah. Overall, not as sad. I, I think playing end game Diablo three is more satisfying than playing end game with this. Honestly, this wow. is for this is for item level grinders. This is MMO players, I guess, kind of like playing content and getting incremental upgrades. I'm not one of those players. Yeah, you know, it's fun for now because the upgrades are hot and heavy, because uh, that's how they get you. It's always good for the first ten levels or whatever, and then it gets to be like a full time job, right? Yeah. And I can kind of see where this is going, mm. and I don't think the content's good enough for me to say 
I'm going to spend a thousand hours playing this game. So I got five more points of item level. And then next week they drop a patch invalidating all my gear. And I want to go punch holes in drywall. feels like you're talking about um, the way, the same way you talked about black desert back in the day. Pretty much, pretty much. But I find it's not as egregious as black desert. The Mm. one thing I will say is black desert. So here's the difference. Okay. In this game, upgrades do become gambling. You know, there, there is a component where it could fail. That's great. In black desert, your items could break and you could lose it all <laughs> with some of the items. Like one is, you know, uh, uh, crappy. The other one's a crime against humanity. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. So like I, they're not, in the, they are the same. They are both tigers, but one is a saber tooth tiger. And the other one is just a regular tiger. I'm full of analogies tonight. Anyways, yeah. I like it. Um, you know, we have the guild in Lost Ark. I am still playing it. And here's the last gripe. And I'm going to bring this up with Wild Rift 2 because Wild Rift does this. Uh, game developers, if you're listening, are you making a game that has guilds? Do you lock the size of the guild behind uh, accomplishment mechanics? <laughs> Please stop. Please go to the boardroom meetings and say, Bo from Core has asked you all to stop this practice. It's absolute nonsense that I get into your game and invite people to my guild and then have a cap of 30 when I have more people who want to get in. And then I have to do dailies and I have to ask everyone to do all kinds of shit just so that I have a communication channel. Hey, donate your money so we can all. Oh, is that how you can accomplish a communication channel with like-minded listeners? It's pointless. I don't see. I I get that the game's already full of systems. Does the guild really need a system? I think if you put that in as a system in your guild, your core gameplay is not that good. And that you're putting other stuff in there. Like games that have, Games that are worth playing don't have to do this. And it's stuff like that that means says, like, I got to break up with this game because I'm really sad, A, that I had to turn people away. And then on my stream this week, I actually had to say I'm going to be purging inactives because they're not contributing to the guild. And and I can't increase the size if you're not contributing. And I, I thought about that, and I'm like, I hate that I had to be put that in that sucks. position. Yeah, um, that sucks, yeah. I so, made a sister guild that people can join. Although, you know, get in now before I get sick of it and stop playing the game. But I, I that's what I did. Because I was like, yeah. I want, I wanted the character that I, because I kind of switched my main. And I was like, well, I want to be in the guild with Bo and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not going to take another slot in the guild when we can't get everybody in to begin with. So I was like, I'll just make a second guild and we can invite the people that won't fit in the first guild for now and get them in there. But that's such a stupid thing and it's such a stupid solution. And it's one thing when it's because I know uh, AIE and World of Warcraft had to do that when they put a guild size limit. But at least that limits a big number. It's not 30 people. Yeah, yeah, and it's not unreasonable for a system to have a limit because, hey, technology isn't infinite, right? So, yeah, which is what the putting wow artificial thing was about. roadblocks in, and yeah, yeah is it's a it, it's a, a a humongously dissatisfying experience. Speaking as someone who could probably make have a fairly large guild thanks to our community, yeah, we would. You would totally um, see that thing grow. I, I would be more likely to play actually. If that was, you know, that became a burgeoning thing. But if they're going to put weird limits on that, that just seems like work. And also you got to tell people you're not doing enough. We're going to kick you. That sucks. Yep. Wild Rift does this too. And like, I I play Wild Rift pretty casually. So it got to the point where I was feeling bad. I wasn't playing with people because I'm like, I need to grow the guild. Not going to, because the way it works, you get points for playing with guild mates. Right. And I'm like, well, I, I play like while I'm watching Voyager. I'm not really paying that much attention. Don't want to disappoint people. 
And also it's like one in the morning, you know, like not a lot of people around. So um, don't put, don't put these dumb limits on your guild. I, I wonder if it's to reduce some sort of botting or something like that, but it's, hor- it's not necessary. It's just a chat channel. Just take all the systems out of it. It's, you know, it's social and social. We don't need to gamify social. There's already enough problems gamifying social on social media itself. Like we don't need them in our video games. So anyways, uh, to summarize, cause uh, I don't want to talk about lost dark forever. The game is really good. I'm probably still going to be finding myself playing it for the next little while, but I'm, I'm thinking about the exit at this point. There's, mm. I want to get back to Valheim. War Tales, I'm keeping an eye on. And, yeah. um, Elden. I was hoping Elden Ring would be my rebound. Like, I play Elden Ring for two hours, and I'm like, I'm never touching Lost Ark again. Like, that's that's my best-case scenario, Yeah, uh, playing Elden Ring tomorrow. Yeah, could happen. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. the, uh, um, I was going to say about something. I forgot now. Well done, Scott. It was right on the tip of my tongue, and then you said Elden Guilds. Ring, and I forgot it. No. Limits. No. Gamifying guilds. No. Lost Ark. No. Elden Ring. No. Elden Ring. I can't Ryu's remember. Penis. Ryu's penis. There we go. That's where I wanted to get back to. Let's discuss Ryu's penis. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, another clip in here. Some Valheim thing. You want me to play? Oh, that? yeah, no. It's just I put the clips. I just put reminders in there because usually we play clips. Sometimes we talk about the game. So I yeah, just want to yeah. make sure you oh, knew okay. we had our clips because we got we got promo our stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, look at you guys. Our clips are the best. So yeah, I got to extra. I got to go extra hard because I changed my Twitch name and it doesn't even make any freaking sense. So I got to get the word out to everybody because nobody can spell it. Yeah, he's, he's rogue without cra- without calfed. Without calfed, no calf. He's war calfed. War calfed. No, that's cool. I actually really like that you guys are streaming everything we're talking about right now because I like watching. It's weird. I've had I've had an epiphany with with the streaming world. There are not a lot of streamers I like watching, and I realize why. I don't really like people, or I don't. How do I put this? Okay. That sounds wrong. I don't, especially all you people listening. Get the hell out of here. That's not what I mean. But what I mean I is know, like I people that I like already. I like watching them do it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I like watching people who I already. I don't know. I guess that's what you do when you follow a streamer and you get to know them really well. You get to know them, and so now they're the guy you follow or the lady you follow or whatever. But I just don't do that very often. So for me, it's like, oh, Bo and Johners, I'll watch them. So yeah, I watch you yeah. guys do it. I prefer that. Well, that's why I've been, I watch Scott's streams and I watch John's streams. And like I've got a few that I do watch, but mostly I'm just in there for 30 minutes to an hour just checking out what the zeitgeist you know, is going on with that. Yeah, I like people I know. I yeah. swing by Joss's. Every, I lurk in Joss's and... Um, you know, I'm in a move TV as well. So yeah, it's fun, it's fun to bounce around with, with your Kyle. Friends. Like, I, you know, I drop in, I swing in, say hello, get yeah. in, get out. I'm not a long lurker, but yeah. I do lurk. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, I think that's that's what this. I mean, that's what the streaming thing was always about to me, anyway. So we've entered into this era of super streamers, and that's well and good, but it was never. I just can't get to that place where I'm like, this guy has already got a million people in there right now. I'm gonna get into it. I can't. I just can't. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It's probably me, not no, that. And I like the weird streams where it's like, you know, in someone's apartment and they're they're making macaroni or <laughs> it's like it's 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 an intersection in some weird city I've never heard of. Mm. I like like I like also those streams too. Like it's just what's going on in the world super far away. Right. Um I like so Joey Chaotic's a pretty big streamer and he li- he's a I think he's a Taiwanese American, but he's mm. living in Taiwan. But um, I like because in Taiwan, there's no rules about using your phone, I guess, yeah. while you're driving. Yeah. So he he's one of those like tw- like live cam that puts it on his shoulders and just streams everywhere. Oh, yeah. So he streams himself driving his like uh, moped 
and he's talking on his, his cell. He's got two cell phones. He got a cell phone in in the in the vehicle, and he's chatting with chat room <laughs> and and driving in like Taiwan, like or I, I think it's Taiwan. I'm pretty he, sure he's in like, constant the, live mode, though. I can see him now. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. And so he's driving in traffic. And it's crazy, like because they don't they don't have rules of the road the same way. There's like like a hundred like little mopeds will swarm a car, and like and it's it's like it's nuts. And and he's on his phone the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, and he's like you know he's kind of a DJ hipster. It's cool. It's his thing. But like I just like watching him drive dangerously because it's exciting. Because <laughs> I'm like, is he gonna die? <laughs> like it's it's really fun. I watch this but, guy. Yeah. And he I, seems I, like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. My time in China was just like that. The tr- the driving is insane. You have no idea until you go there. It's so crazy in Asia. I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on. I don't know if you can tab around and find him driving, but because he'll eat dinner and talk a lot. But like if you find him driving he's one of my favorite streams to watch just because of the driving yeah. <laughs> just like this is insane yeah. uh he's yeah, doing that right uh, now he's like just chilling and talking and he's on now yeah he's yeah he does he does play some games but like mostly it's just him living eight hours a day and i'm like i don't know if because laws must be different here because i feel like if i did that here people would object to being on camera or on media or something oh, you know what i mean might, like yeah. it's got to be different i guess and yeah than there i don't know also, I, just, I don't know how anyway. you do that for your, just have yourself that on camera that long every day. I don't know if I could do that. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, I think it's just one of those things where you get used to it, right? Like we we invited a friend to record a good, bad, or bullshit episode because yeah. he's awesome, but he never did a show before and he was a little hesitant. We're like, no, you'll be great. And then he got on and was super nervous and completely different person. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you forget when you're used to something, how other people. Oh, yeah. They change like they're self-conscious, they're nervous. And to me, it's nothing. Yeah. I'll fart and go, oops, sorry. And not think (laughs) nothing of it. Um, If it gets hurt on the show and someone would be like, just like want to, you know, die. It's like, oh, no. You and the, you and the fly was still my favorite off, off or weird, like moment. (laughs) Do you remember that? I took my garbage out this week, by the way, Scott. Oh, you did. Nice. Well done. (laughs) Well done. I have to let Kim I, I know. Need a, I need a quest reward for that. Kim's always asking how you're doing. Today I'll say, oh, he's, he took oh, his trash she out. Doing? She's doing great. She's doing fine. She's yeah, always asking about man. Bo. She brought you food, I see, during the show. She did. Like, she brought me. I need to get su- a wife, man. This would be great. Steak and the sous vide, all part of a salad. I had to sneak it in while people were talking. Oh, it's oh insane, dude. This meat is like Kobe beef kind of style. It's so good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you just got to everyone find your own Kim. You'll be all set. Don't worry about it. Um, what else is going on? That's it with games. We're going to do a quick email right here. That's a good question. And uh, discuss this. Oh, on Steam today, I bought the, uh, it was on sale for 99 cents. I bought the um, the original six, um, I almost said Rockman, freaking Mega Man. Mega Man. Mega Man Mega games. Man. Because John was Mega like Man. saying, hey, you should play two or three or whatever you said. And yeah. I and I noticed on Steam, their whole that whole collection was down to like a buck, 80% off or something. I bought it, so I'm gonna probably play it there and maybe even stream me dying a lot and screaming and being mad. You should. Yeah. It's good. I'll let you, you can guys have, know. If you get stuck, you can have chat tell you what the order for the bosses are and uh, it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, there'll always be somebody there to help out. All right, check this out. Talk to the court gmail.com is the email address. This is from Emil in the Netherlands. It says hello, Scott, Bo, and John. Um, I love that Scott only has one T, but John has his H in there. That's pretty funny. Yeah. We, they yeah. took a letter off of you and gave me an extra one. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> anyway, in episode 302, you said you could only log into the Switch or turn off the password request when buying something in the store. 
I don't know if this is a European thing, but when I buy something on the Switch, I can scan a QR code and fill in the password on my phone where I have it stored. Just wanted to let you know, maybe it's an easy option for you too. Love the show though, Emil in the Netherlands. I've never, I didn't know that was a thing. Can I do that now? Where's Where's the QR code? If the QR code's in the store, I still have to put my password in. Um. Well, you'd put your phone up to it, right? And then is it the app? This the yeah, this? but to get to the QR code, like where's the QR code? Oh, right. I don't That's know. How QR if it, I'm assuming it's in the store, which is behind the password wall. So I'm still putting the password in. Let me but see. But I could be misunderstanding. Well, okay. so when I buy something on the Switch, mm-hmm. I can scan a QR code and fill in the password on my phone, which I have on. Maybe there's a QR code right when you put your password in. Maybe. So that if you have it stored in your password manager on your phone yeah. and you can log in by QR and then your phone talks to your switch and says, yeah, let me log in for you. Maybe that's how it works. Maybe that's, that's it. That, I mean, like a two factor kind of thing or something. That, that would be convenient. Yeah. A, that is a, that is a, um, a convenience savings under or a, a action savings, one Stro- of, a keystroke savings. One of these, there's is a setting in here to have it so that your password is just saved. Cause I can go into the store without doing anything right now. Although on my phone, I'd have to type in my password too and then unlock it. You know, so oh yeah, you don't want to do I don't that. Know how, I don't know how many strokes I'm actually saving, but how, some, how, how, I, how do I have it? So the store doesn't, doesn't ask me for a password. Cause it doesn't. So if I click this, watch, I'll click on oh, store. Maybe, th- maybe there's a setting. Whoops. Into the store we go. Uh-huh. And Boom, there's the slow, terrible well, story. How do you get that to happen? Maybe I don't I'm just know. A noob. I'm a switch um, noob. Well, it's possible. It's possible. I remember having to do this, but then I forgot. Oh, wait a minute. Well, we've already established everything I buy is through the website, is what I learned. So, yeah, uh, you're the pro. You're, you're yeah. the switch pro. Switch, yeah, you're the switch pro out. we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yep. They keep hearing rumors of a switch pro. It was John the whole time. <laughs> it's it's me. Like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? I never left. I can't find it. Oh, here we go. We got it. Uh, password settings. I found it. So when you're in the store up in the right hand, so you'll have to log in one more time, but up in the right hand corner is your little icon, your little avatar. You click on that and then you go to, uh, you scroll down a little bit on that top option and you're going to find something that says password entry settings. And you've got three options, skip password. When you start the shop, uh, save your credit card info, which you can do if you want, or if you want to skip your linked PayPal account, Oh, skip pass. So you can decide what skips passwords and what doesn't, basically. So it's all in there. So I, I've I've been having maximum Zoomer moments on the show for like ten weeks. <laughs> Zoomer or Boomer? Which one? I think the Zoomers got it. They know what's whatever. I'm maximum old. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone maximum old, uh, and, and for weeks complaining. Hey, I can't log in. I have to log in every time I'm on my Nintendo Switch. What a piece of shit! Exactly. I mean, like, I did, did, like, uh, Grandpa, please, like, just go to password settings, and you know. Well, it's not. It's not obvious. I think they do kind of hide it. Um, and I had to look. I think I had to look it up when I was doing it. But somebody this this email I probably would have ch- uh, read differently had I thought because in my mind I'm like, oh, he found another solution to to whatever Bo couldn't do. It didn't occur to me that this was the thing I did. I'm fixed. gonna go. Try. I wish I had my switch now because I'd love to do it live on the show. But we're almost done. So yeah. And it is, by the way, it is designed to stop kids. From buying shit that your parents don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Which would be great if that scenario was. Yeah, but great. you're not I a think kid. we should read this. Sti- oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say, I think we should read this next email. You skipped it last oh, week. Oh, I can, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it real quick. We, All right, yeah. here we go. Do it real uh, quick. Let's just do it quick. Here we go. Uh, hi, Scott. Normally, I don't care when people mispronounce my name or Japanese encore. You sounded genuinely interested in pronouncing Hideo Kojima correctly. 
Interestingly enough, my middle name is Hideo or Hideo. We're going to find out in a second. <laughs> there, there is no short, there is no short I sound in Japanese. The I is always pronounced with a long E sound. So Hideo is spelled Hideo, Hideo, like Hideo, not Hideo, Hideo. Uh, this emphasis is traditionally on the D sound in Japanese. E is always the short E sound. In Japanese, the O always is the long O sound. There simply is no short O sound in Japanese. So Kojima is Kojima. I had that right. Hideo. Hideo. Kojima. Kojima. I don't but think it's D. Hideo. They're Hideo. saying that E is the short sound. Hideo. 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 Yeah, Hideo Kojima. So I had the Kojima right. I had the Hideo wrong. I think I had it wrong too then because I was saying Hideo, but it's Hideo. Yeah, I was Hideo. saying it that way. Well. Hideo. Yeah. Hideo. Hideo. Uh, Kojima. Boy, this is going to be a popular segment <laughs> with people. <laughs> he says, You were in correct. I'm going to love this one. He did say this in Japan, the tradition is family names come first, but Japanese or Japan understands Western culture and they have learned to say first name first when speaking to Westerners. So in the Western world, Hideo, 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 Hideo. You broke him. Hideo. You taught him how to say it. You didn't realize you were going to break Scott yeah, forever. Reboot me. Uh, he says when he introduces himself as that, uh, he does it with that as the first name. But in Japan, he is Kojima Hideo. Hideo. So it's the other way Hideo. around. Kind of like in Korea. Hideo. Hideo. Uh, hope you can understand my explanation. Love the show. Ken, uh, P.S. Yes, my last name, Amai, is Japanese and it's pronounced Imai. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Ken's been around forever. Every time you give Scott a pronunciation guide, he will read it three times. (laughs) Ken, you're not wrong, first of all, but also Ken, just a shout out to Ken. He's been around the community for ages and uh, lots of, always if there's a Japanese topic, he's got like good information. So I appreciate him following up with us. It's nice. And Japanese is on my list of languages I wish I was learning. Yeah. I like the way you phrased that. It's a real honest description of it. Yeah, I yeah. wish I was not learning. Not that I'm that going to learn. Not that I'm, I'm I want to learn. Just that I, I wish I I wish I was. It's like it's like cars. I wish I owned or like you know. <laughs> it's like a total non-commitment. Friends, I wish I had. It's like you know languages. I wish I learn could learn. Yeah, but right. I think I could learn it. It's a time and attention thing. So I'm pretty good with language. If you had um, a um, if you had a bucket list of languages, Japan's right up there. That's what you're saying. Yeah, Japan. I wish I Hungarian, German. Yeah, yeah. German would be uh, fun, wouldn't it? German's great. I want to do German. I wish I yeah, could do German's German. Yeah, German's great. Like Hungarian. Well, they're both like also like family languages too. Yeah, but, like you know, because I'm German and Hungarian. But oh, I've right. worked on those a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not fluent in them. But those would be on my list in Japanese because I like watching him. So hold on, if a Hungarian, old Hungarian guy busted into your apartment and started screaming about something, you could probably kind of make out what he yeah, needed. Yeah, I'd say, kitchen bese like and that would be like, I speak a little bit of Hungarian. Oh. Um, yeah, so I can say that. And He'd say, what say, did uh, you call my mother? And then he'd try to kill you. Yeah, yeah that's how that works. Because <laughs> then he spoke <laughs> wow. English. And oh, yeah. Because like, <laughs> he speaks <laughs> English. <laughs> then he'd all be like English and shit, and he'd kill you. Uh, I, hate that in a, I hate that in a movie, that, tr- that trope where someone talks to somebody who they think is the native speaking that they're supposed to talk to and then the person answers and says I speak English or they just say it in English I hate that I feel like they're jerking me around when they do that I don't like that that's a side note everybody hope you enjoyed it that's going to do it for the show Uh, we're done and a reminder we are uh, uh, the whole thing paid for by you honestly uh, in your good graces over at patreon.com slash core show even a buck would help and uh, for those that do you guys are already awesome and you know it but if you haven't, uh, consider it. It's real easy to do. And if you love the show, well, it's how we can keep it on the air. Patreon.com slash core show. 
frogpants.com slash core for everything else. And if you're trying to email us, talk to the core at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, core pod, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. And uh, we often tell people when we're streaming there as well. So catch our streams. They're good stuff. I think that's going to do it. Uh, Final words of wisdom around the table. John, you go first. Well, I'm just going to give uh, words of wisdom my wife sent to me during the stream today that made a lot more sense after I got the images that accompanied them. But without context, she said, egg is now in many places. Good thing the suction on the bowl is solid. Wow. I okay. this is I feel like I've learned something I didn't expect. They're words. Yeah. Not sure about the wise (laughs) wisdom part. Yeah. Made a lot more sense when it came with a picture of my son eating out of a bowl for the first time a bunch of scrambled eggs. Yeah. That always makes more sense. And then I was like, oh, okay. So the bowl that's supposed to suction to the table is it it worked and there's now egg everywhere. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Fantastic. Bo, how would you follow that up with your own wisdom? My words of wisdom are if you like Ryu's dong, put an Elden ring on it. Oh, look at that. That's really good. Oh, you should have put an Elden Ring on it is going to be our title tonight. That's very good. I won't mention the penis, though. I'm not going to bring the penis up. No, they'll know. They'll know. They'll know. Uh, (laughs) That's it for us. Thank you all out there. Go grab yourself a bad logo from Adobe.com, and we'll see you all next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Wesker. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.